0: Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the Top Five of Death, where listeners hope, and everyone dies. Listen and die.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm your host, Matt. Wishes he was asleep. Bistany Joined this week with all the gentlemanly boys. Sam, how are you? I'm good. I wish you were asleep, too. Forever. Wow, what an aggressive threat. Uh, Also here, maybe threatening, but probably not. Will, how are you?
2: Hey, mama had a baby and the head popped off.
1: Okay, I prefer (laughs) Sam's threat.
3: And, uh, Charles, how are you? Um, well, y'all have to deal with me on a brand new mic now, so suck it. Sounds good. Is that that Sure mic? Uh, yeah, it's the Sure M7X2532 ABCD pod mic. It sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. So- sounds good.
1: Um, I am still broadcasting next to a pile of garbage, which is now topped with, um a toaster oven which is just delicately balancing on a trash bag um yeah it just gets worse and worse down here every every time i come down there it's just worse and worse and worse i'm waiting for spring i gotta i every year i've lived in this house i've had junk removal people come every year (laughs) you would think you have them come like once maybe like I don't know every three years maybe they come mm-hmm. every year and they fill like an entire truck with more shit. I don't even know how i i have conscientiously bought less stuff, but somehow things just pile up i don't I just don't understand it.
0: it's really bizarre
2: well, Yeah, hey, i didn't I help you. The- Whoa, whoa, yeah, everyone. Whoa,
0: Jeez, Louise. Everyone wants to jump <laughs> on this one. Uh, well, we'll we we'll wanted to help you, but I just wanted to know how much the service like that costs. So it's a minimum of I
1: think so it, it 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 depends how much of the truck you fill. So pretty much what happens is it's a minimum of like 150, right? So if you're like just getting rid of one thing or whatever, it's like a minimum for them to come is one fifty. And then pretty much you say, I want to get rid of this. I want to get rid of that. I want to get rid of this. And then they look at it. They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, uh, all right. And then they give you a price and you yay or nay it. And the people I use have always kind of been very reasonable. I've used them every time. Um, they're good. They're fast. They clean up after themselves and uh, they get the shit out of here. And it's it's good. Um, so I think, I think every time, I think one year I've, the most I paid was like maybe like a little over six hundred, but that was like a, that was like a full truck and a half of shit. That was one of the earlier times. Every other time it's been closer to like three fifty, hmm. but man, after they're done and there's all this space, I'm like, man, this is great. I'll never, I'll never get it cluttered again. <laughs> and then every year I just do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my entire life. Uh, uh,
2: knowing you, Matt, half the stuff you're getting rid of is probably still pretty good. So <laughs> what I suggest, every year, we do a live episode from your driveway and have a yard sale.
1: <laughs> it, it's, you're not wrong. I'm looking at the stuff I plan on getting rid of. They're like unopened items. I just want them <laughs> out. I got an indoor s'mores machine that has not been opened. just looking at me, and I want it out of here. Can you ever install that bidet? No. I'll throw that away too. I was never gonna install that thing. I don't know you know why he got it. I don't want Get it. Get it gone. Get it gone, Matt. Hey, if anyone wants froze bidet, let me know and I'll ship it to you. You you, you pay for shipping and it's on its way. I've never it's never been opened. It's it's nothing. It's just sit there.
0: Yes, uh waiter, I'll have the froze bidet, please.
1: <laughs> Dude started to pee sitting down and then he just went straight downhill from there. Uh <laughs> man half
0: kidding uh sam how's your week been oh it's good it's good i'm still still in the villages florida uh head back uh this is we're recording on friday and uh heading back sunday night we'll drive up to uh roanoke virginia spend the night there and then head back up home monday roanoke and, the uh yeah the place of the worst uh season of
1: uh american horror story
3: <laughs> um, was that the worst?
1: Well, I'll put it this way: that is the first time I ever committed to actually trying to watch that show. And oh, I watched no. that one. I went, "This fucking Why? sucks." And then yeah, everyone goes, every, "Yeah," and everyone goes, "No, no, no! You you picked the bad one." I go, "I don't know. <laughs> I just picked the current one, and it was terrible. And I've never gone back."
0: Yep, that's fair. That's fair. But it's it's also the exact halfway point of our of our journey up back from Florida. So. Uh, once we head back, we uh, we spend one night in our house and immediately turn around and drive to Connecticut, um, and we do a uh, uh, we're speaking at a conference there, and then we'll head back home for real. Yeah, but why why not just pick up a night in Connecticut? You're driving through it to get to your house. I know. Uh, we've got the dogs with us, and I just I just want to get them back. Kick back the home. dogs out. <laughs> so, the, I'll, I'll say, all right, you're outside dogs now. This is where you live. You live on the road. Yeah. And they'd last about eight minutes. That's fine. <laughs> uh, well, best of luck to you. I hope you have safe travels. Thank you. I'm, I'm assuming at some point I'll be listening to this very podcast on, wow. our, on our drive up. Ooh. I know. Listening to myself uh, is the worst thing ever because of how much I say um.
4: Um. Um. <laughs> um.
0: Some people edit their podcasts to
1: take those things out. Not me. Absolutely not. I don't even have time to properly prepare for the show I do, Um, let alone edit it. Listen, it's the only way I'll get better. That's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, Charles, what's up with you? Are you married yet? Is your wedding planned? How many kids are on the way?
3: How many kids are on the way? Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, we now have combined quick lists that we put together, and we're hitting about 70, and that's not including my cousins, which I'm if my cousins listen it sucks don't come to you. don't yes. come <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that that's where we're at with that planning okay um, yeah you know we're just we're just slowly getting there but we are gonna have to start looking at venues soon that's man i
1: i know it's not your cup of tea i loved i loved doing the wedding planning i had a good time doing it
3: the whole process was fun for me um so I'm very going like it. I like planning. I like planning and building stuff. It's just like, you know, we're just kind of dragging our feet till we get there. I am mainly the the get the list part, the guest list part. That's what I don't care too much about. Everything else, I'm like, yeah, I'm about this. Yeah, it's fun. Are you doing a
1: DJ or a band? Probably a DJ. There you go. Yeah. Where are you, where are you
3: getting Did married? You, oh, like where? What what area? Um, like Acadia, Maine area. Why do you know a DJ? A wedding DJ? Do I know yeah, I mean I assist one all the time. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me see. Yeah,
1: but his his company is an extensive <laughs> AF. Oh. But what? hold on. Acadia, Maine. How far away is that from me?
3: Six hours. Is it? I, I bet. Now that I've been informed that my timing is very off, I've tried to update my Would I look it up as
1: Acadia National Park in Maine? Yes. Hundred and eighty-six miles, four hours and twelve minutes. Oh,
3: four yeah, hours, that's twelve up minutes. By
2: Bar Harbor.
1: Yes. I've Oh, it looks yeah. nice. It's very
3: beautiful. Wow, look at all these You're trails around. for running. Yes. God, <laughs> I've I've ran them. This looks very all, nice. No, all of them brought to you by the Rockefeller family.
1: Oh, there you go. That's it. They're World all money, but Is it oil? Yeah, Rockefellers. Yeah. Uh, Are they steel? um i think the rockefellers were
0: i think they were oil mm. either way if only tra- this could be if only this could be fact-checked somehow it's one of the either way one, one of oil. the they
1: wanted it's like a monopoly and it was great i oh, was standard oil up there oh. yeah okay there you go yeah. that makes sense so yeah uh all right cool man yeah uh will what's up with you
2: not too much uh Pretty slow week. Played some Cyberpunk 2077. That's a pretty good game I'm getting into.
1: Uh, Is it, like, fixed now or good?
2: As far as I can tell. I did download it, like, when it first came out, and it was broken, unplayable. So it was the first game I ever had to return. Oh, man. Uh, But so far, so good. It's really quite impressive getting into it.
3: What's what's your character's dank look like?
2: Uh, It's definitely a woman with a dick. You're right. I hate that. I'm glad it, you're inclusive, progressive. The you know? first time I've seen that in a game. Of course, I'm going to do it. Now, are, is it actually a
3: dink, or is it like a really long wizard sleeve?
2: Ew. Um, yeah, it's uncut. I wish there was no option. Hopefully. I would have went with a nice, clean, clean cut one, but yeah. What can you do? Yeah. Enough with your propaganda. <laughs> but I also have a quick, quick ache my joints moment. Okay. Um, and it's. You go over someone's house to visit for a party, whatever, or just to stop by, and you open the door, and they say, oh, I'm so sorry about the mess, and it is the cleanest fucking house you've ever been in. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> just fishing for like, oh, no, it's fine. No, no, it's nice. No, it's nice. Everything, look at it.
1: No, I, next time that happens, to go, oh, I'm glad you said something.
2: <laughs> I, that's exactly what I do, <laughs> because <laughs> you're not going to pander a fucking little compliment out of me. Fuck off
1: uh yeah who was this somebody i know
2: um no (laughs) come on name their names no but it's something kevin malin would do
1: (laughs) okay fair (laughs) fuck you kevin anyway (laughs) uh (laughs) yeah that's cool um i wasn't here last week how'd it go (laughs) you didn't
3: listen to it (laughs) No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my god. I feel like you would have been so proud of us.
4: <laughs> yeah, I um, think it went real
1: well. It doesn't mean oh. I won't listen to it. I just haven't had I haven't had an opportunity. I, I'll put it this way. I haven't listened to any podcast since last week, so oh. um just haven't had the time.
0: Um but I'll I'll I'll, I'll get to it. I, I gave it a re listen um on our drive out to Disney the other night, and it's surprisingly listenable
3: wow (laughs)
0: hey everyone what
3: what a compliment we needed
1: (laughs) if you if you listen to last week's episode uh message me and tell me how they did and i I won't you can be brutally honest and i won't say who you are and i'll I'll give the feedback directly to them so this is your chance to really cut them down to size is all i'm saying (laughs) do it it's the only way we'll learn it's the only way we'll all get better um yeah so i wasn't here last week i just could not hack it this week really wasn't much better. I had a uh, dinner plans last night. That's why we're recording on a Friday. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, just been busy. It's been tire tiring. Um, I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, just feeling a little bit more lethargic at night like this past week. I'm, I, I can't exactly pinpoint why. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's that. Um. Yeah. Let's. I mean. I don't know. We can just move on.
3: <laughs> Any questions from COVID. anyone?
1: I do not. Long COVID does not exist. Anyone thinks they have long COVID, they're fucking idiots. All right, what, back.
3: What killed Bray Wyatt? <laughs> what his uh,
1: underlying condition?
3: What? Just because he's a big fat guy?
1: He's not that big.
2: He was husky. He was, he was <laughs> literally, fair, and, yeah, and
0: figuratively. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. don't buy into the hype. Well, Matt, we missed you. We're glad you're back.
1: Thanks. Uh, do I need to clear up anything for anybody? Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Did you get in on your Trump shoes? Ooh. No, I I saw those late. Not that I would buy them, but I thought they were very funny.
3: What are they for <laughs> three three hundred four hundred dollars? I think
1: they're four hundred bucks. Oh my god! They sold out in instantly.
3: Th- no, they didn't. Oh my oh, god! Hey?
1: Yeah, they, they, no, they they sold out in like less than an hour. Oh my
3: those were those were hideous.
1: I, I listen, I would like to get some sort of this year's election like uh like a tchotchke mm-hmm. or something. So I that's hope that's a fun out, tchotchke. That, that is, a is a very fun one. I don't want to spend four hundred dollars on one. I would be willing to spend upwards of a hundred and fifty dollars on something. I almost mm-hmm. I almost bought one of those NFTs, but I really didn't want an NFT. So I didn't not but those were only like a hundred bucks. Um but I want I want something I don't know. I should start like uh, collecting one thing from every election. Um, it's it's basically just getting like a statue of a comic book character from a show I like. Uh, that's the way I look at it. But it'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they put out the shoes, sold them out, and there you go. It's pretty
2: pretty funny. Oh my ass! Pretty good secondary market on them too. I think
1: they're going oh.
3: on eBay for like eight hundred.
1: Yeah, I definitely won't pay that much. No.
3: I feel like you could justify it more if it wasn't just a basic tea on the side of it.
1: <laughs> for for a hot, hot second, I was like, Oh, is like famous stars and straps coming back? Uh but I was oh like, No, that's a tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god, gosh. I farted and it smells like low tide. Um Oh wow. Oh my <laughs> god, this is awful. <laughs> it's like turning into and, th- like a dog fart. Reminds me of home. <laughs> yeah there you go uh <laughs>
3: who won so who won the episode i did with a dominant victory may i say
0: oh well deserved okay yeah. well deserved yes. it's a good list i game with my best
3: one so uh i have some quick deaths for the okay. champion okay yeah <clears throat> nothing creative i don't have a song i promise yeah that's what sam like, says every okay, time too <laughs> yeah so we're gonna see how many people actually think i might have one um So Will was getting really tired of driving around in his little work truck and having to plow through all the horse shit that the new Tesla Model H's were leaving behind. These things were just like the Anheuser-Busch horses. So he decided he wanted to feel like a big man and bought the F-150 Compensation Edition. The lifted truck easily cleared the horse shit on the road, but the truck's off-roading tires just kicked the shit up into the suspension. When he parked at his office, he got behind his truck to clear out the shit, He had to work around the realistic truck nuts hanging off the back, and he cleaned and cleaned, and then he found that the truck's off-road suspension was just a cheap visual add-on. The truck started to creak, and then, wham, the suspension gave out, and the truck nuts slammed right into Will's mouth and lodged (coughs) in his throat. Will lay there on the ground thrashing as he slowly choked on the realistic nuts. Will was one of the the latest wave of deaths due to the new Ford F-150 Compensation Edition.
0: And that's how will died. (laughs) I wonder if anyone's ever died like that before.
3: (laughs) Probably, Mm. you know, someone's probably been viciously hurt by a pair of truck nuts at some point. (laughs) Okay. Sam really enjoyed his time in the villages so much so that he decided to stay through, through, ah, through spring. He enjoyed his morning strolls with the Lady Power Walkers, the evening stretches with Mrs. Bartabedian, and his moonlight butthole (laughs) tanning with Mr. Pepperwinkle. One morning on his morning stroll, he slammed into the side of a giant glass dome. Uh, Sam stayed so long, he was now part of the latest season of the Oxygenarian Terrarium. He became a hot commodity on the show due to him being half the age of everyone there. Uh, The producers of the show started to groom Sam to be more attractive by putting him on different diets and pills. They pumped him full of the hottest pills that were on the market, and the next morning, Sam woke up with the biggest dumper in the whole terrarium. He was soon renamed from Samuel to Damuel. (laughs) (laughs) The producers never stopped feeding him pills, and Sam's butt quickly grew to the size of a car and rendering him immobile. Once the season was over and... They removed the glass dome and left the area, leaving Sam by himself and stuck on his butt. Eventually, the other octogenarians got tired of humping his deepening ass canyon and left him alone. Sam slowly wasted away, leaving behind a shriveled body resting atop two enormous butt cheeks. <laughs> I,
0: I will say specific names will get me every time. <laughs> names that don't sort of have median? to... Yes. <laughs> Name that doesn't have to exist at all, yes. but is and is, is delicious. Uh, yeah, beautiful job. Mm-hmm. I do I like Florence Focaccia. Yes, <laughs> i never forget. <laughs> Great <All right>. job,
2: <laughs> good stuff,
0: excellent.
1: Uh, Sam, you picked uh, this week's topic? Uh, yes, yeah, so this this was this was hold, hold on, that, shut that, up, that, Sam. Whoa, all right. Um, no, that can't be right. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just on social media just checking my phone. There's (laughs) a thing on my Facebook says, Happy 73rd birthday to Patricia Richardson. She's not 73. Why not? The actress? Yeah, my girl. Yeah, she's 73. She's (laughs) 73 years old? Oh, wow.
3: Oh wow, good for 73,
1: actually. She really, really <laughs> does. Yo, all right, Sam, you keep talking. I'm just gonna squirt one out over here to a 73-year-old uh Jill Taylor.
4: Damn. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know why, but every time every time there's mention of a bra, all I can think of is
3: <laughs> my bra, Tim! Damn. <laughs> t- t- <laughs> I
1: can't believe she's 73. That's I mean she... All kidding aside, she does look great for 73. Back mm-hmm. to kidding, I'm going to just jump right in that hole.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, just write her to wish her a happy birthday and include your uh, To your Twitter digits. I go,
0: I'm going to do it from the top five things so we get some notice. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. All right, go on. Very nice. Um, yes, yeah, so so last week's episode was, um, was chosen in the heat of the moment by one Matt Bistany, so uh so yes i i chose i wanted to do something with movies and charles said how about just movies because (laughs) top five of death did a movies episode in what 2013 something like that that yeah 14 sound right episode Um, five episode five unbelievable so we're gonna start hitting up some of these are we going to are they pronounced reduxes or reduce i'd say i don't know i was gonna say how fancy do you want to feel I don't know. Smart me up.
3: (laughs) I don't don't know. that just
2: blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody smart me up good. I always say Uh, redux. Yeah. That's what I read when I saw it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is how it's spelled. So reduxes it it is. is. Yes. Uh, And I'm really excited because, um, you know, 400 something episodes in, we can only do so many like top five chef party flavors. Um, oh, what a so good I'm, one. Let's do let's change this week's topic to that. <laughs> so, I'm excited to revisit some some big meaty topics. All
1: right, since I've already done this, I'm going to do top 5 chef boyardee flavors, <laughs> and you guys can do your movies.
0: We'll, we'll see it who as an, we'll see who wins. We'll do it as an <laughs> add-on. <laughs> um, all right, who's up who's up first this week? Uh, well, oh, don't damn. you don't you get the pick? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, one of the perks, one of those perks of being a winner. Well, Charles, since you have a uh, a degree in in filmology, uh, yes, and, and mixology, um, why don't, why don't you start and and you know uh, also also give give me a little history on your uh, your film history, uh, degree. Um. Well, I have a
3: degree in digital film and video production, but I have taken in high school. Uh, um, I have taken four different history of film classes. Uh, mm-hmm. So I have seen too many. Um, and I've gone through the whole history of films at this point. Um, uh, so, yeah, I can start with my number five, which definitely wasn't in any of these classes. Nice. Um, my, uh, this is the one I couldn't find very many actual, like, fun trivia facts on. So uh, this one is currently the contested top grossing movie of all time. Oh wow. Not inclu- not including inflation.
0: Uh, uh Titanic? No, no it's got to be older. Uh
1: Avatar? Casablanca.
2: No,
3: well, Sam is actually closest, but it's not Avatar. Uh, Avatar is in cont- contention for it. Uh my number 5 is actually Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Um mm-hmm. this movie this movie has slowly I didn't want to put a Marvel movie in there but this movie is just it's for being at the end of what 10 years in the making it is just chef's kiss of a film and it it still holds up after what 4 years at this point it's easily rewatchable it's very long but it doesn't feel like it's very long yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um and also does someone have feedback going on uh no that's just my boiler <laughs> oh, well, I can also hear myself in the background of someone. mic. <laughs> just like, I'll turn um, down just in case. Ah, um, but yeah, this movie was just, it was, it could have been the perfect curtain call from Marvel cinematic universe. Some people do consider it the end of it. Um, but it was just, I watched this movie and I'm like, it's the perfect superhero movie that you could think of to end this whole, like piece of cinema. And actually, to be honest, it kind of ends the whole like giant multiverse, in my opinion, because there hasn't been a good run, not including just Marvel, but everybody else. We haven't gotten something this good since then.
1: No, it's really also this um this is on my list as well. Um Ooh. <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention that because I was eating a gummy, but um uh, <laughs> it's it's my number five. Um because I was like when I was making my list, I was being like oh well i've seen more movies since i did this episode last mm-hmm. time and my list hasn't changed that much but this one made it on there um and i echoed the same exact points chef's kiss what a what an ending to such a like a like a what a was like 32 or like 27 movie fucking run or some shit like that really really impressive um and I mean, the argument of like, oh, that's when the MCU ended is like, I'd like to be like, no, 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 no. But with the current state of affairs, uh, you could, I mean, it, that argument makes more and more sense as time goes on. Um, can I piggyback off of this? Uh, I'll just go sec i I'll volunteer myself a second just because I'm talking here and just piggyback off of this into just some current news. Did anyone see that Henry Cavill has officially signed on to the mcu <gasps> Ooh no <laughs> charles um, just
2: went six to twelve <laughs> <laughs>
1: let me make sure i'm not what? talking out it can someone fact check me i'm, I'm pretty sure that's the case They haven't revealed what role it is at least that's the article i read it could have been bullshit it was on the internet but i'm pretty sure that's the case um and if that is true the big rumor is that he is cast for Doctor Doom. Which oh, <laughs> go, he's gotta be a heel. Oh yeah. Um I would love that.
3: I mean, I'll watch this man do anything. So. I will too.
1: He's so great. <laughs> I, like just a genuinely great everything about him. Um so Henry Cavill, realistically, where you put where do you put him in the MCU?
3: I mean, there's the obvious one. What's the uh, what's Marvel's Sentry? Superhero? No, not Sentry. It's the other one. It's uh, they, Marvel has a legit. I mean, he would make a great Sentry as well. Um, oh, Hyperion. Hyper, yeah. I mean, it's that'd be the ultimate slap in the face for the DCU. It it really he would. Just, <laughs> he just comes floating down with a different hair color. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah.
1: What would be even better is if they just spliced in the same scenes from the Justice League movies, but just color swapped them. <laughs> and didn't edit out his mustache I, nice I don't uh,
3: know what I would actually cast him as if I if I fan casted him because could, you could fit him into so many things I feel like beyond the current like big names we already have casted I would feel like you'd be digging into the X-Men at some point yeah I could see him as a Cyclops something like that no he's too old he's too big he's definitely too big <laughs> he's too big for
1: Doctor Doom too but um I would not care.
3: He. I was going to say, he'd make a good juggernaut, but. No. We have a
1: juggernaut. What a a small role. No, he. I don't think he signs on to anything that isn't of significance. Like, why waste his time? Um, I know he would because he loves, like, comic books. And if they were like, hey, you want to be this, like, obscure character that you are probably into yourself? He'd be like, fuck yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, they're casting the Fantastic Four. They just cast the, you know, the people for that. I mean,
2: from what I can tell, Matt, it looks like it's uh, a a pretty heavy rumor. Um, okay, the kind of rumor that you are just waiting for official. That's that's mm-hmm. what I get from my search.
1: Well, thank you for for looking into that. Um, second, second
0: uh, bit of news, uh, man, Madam Webb, huh? I wanted to bring this up. I saw this movie. You saw it? what? Yes. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Everything stops, Sam. Yes. Yeah. I
4: don't Th- want this- I
1: don't want to say anything. I don't want to taint anything. You yeah. because you aren't mm-hmm. a diehard comic book fan. No. You're like I would say you're like a step above casual as far as the MCU movies go, probably. Correct um so what did you think of
0: madam (laughs) webb all right so this this was actually another reason i wanted to do this episode um it's because this is not making my list um Mm -hmm. i i knew going into it i was like okay this is like not a marvel studios movie it's a sony columbia pictures movie whatever i was like this is gonna be bad (laughs) and i and i and i looked at the you know the the rotten tomatoes rating of like a zero or whatever like beforehand i was like this is gonna be bad but one of the things we've been doing down here in the villages is basically going to see every movie that's at the little movie theater and this was the only one we hadn't seen (laughs) okay Um, it all right my my honest to god Thought about this movie, and the entire reason for this movie existing is probably so that Sony slash Columbia can hold on to some piece of intellectual property from a legal uh-huh. standpoint, right? Um, where it's like we own the rights to this, but we have to make x number of films every x number of years or whatever, or we lose the rights. Here's Madam Web. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> bad. It's really, really, really bad. Um, everything from the acting to the to the script to the like the the things that are shown in the trailer that like barely fucking make an appearance in the in the film, um, the lead actress is like Queen Nepo Baby. Um, oh my God! Because her Johnson. Yeah, because her parents are what? Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Um, no, um,
3: Don Johnson. Don Johnson.
0: Don and Johnson. Goldie and Hawn? Melanie. Melanie. Oh, Griffiths. Me- Melanie Griffiths. All right, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh And uh, she. It's, it's like wa- watching like a wet hammer act um, <laughs> I just, she was fucking terrible and the script oh, is like uh, I, I don't have any like specific examples but like they would show you a thing and you know like the, the old adage of like show me don't tell me that sort of thing it's like mm-hmm. they would show you and then they would come up with a line explaining what they just showed you just in case you didn't catch it and oh. it happened it happened several times in the movie. I was like, I get it. I just <laughs> I just saw the thing happen. Um, also it has some of the worst ADR um, additional dialogue recording of of oh, any God. modern movie I've seen in a long time where the main bad guy who kind of sounds like he sounds a little bit like Constantine, um the the evil Kermit from the Muppets. Um, or shitty Dracula. Um, <laughs> he sounds a little bit like that. But, like, it's very clear that, like, he is not speaking the lines. It's either someone else's voice or they just, they did the ADR later and it's like, it, it's, it feels weird. It looks weird. It sounds weird. Um, it's cheesy as shit. It's predictable right from the beginning. It's truly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, but it's it's worth seeing, if you have any interest <laughs> in movies, to to watch it. Because to watch like it go, I think go wrong <laughs> to 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 understand what to not do if you're ever interested in making a movie and also because there was a time and it's a, this is a great segue from your your number five of this incredible superhero movie where the quality of movie that Madam Web is was what was expected out of superhero movies. That's oh God, a that's great <laughs> a great point. Yeah, yeah. If this movie came out in 1998, you'd be like, huh. You know what I mean? You wouldn't, you yeah. wouldn't think twice about it. You wouldn't be like, "Wow, that had great visual effects." You'd be like, "That looks just like everything else I saw." Um, you wouldn't remember it, but like, it would fit right in there. Um, and that's what it feels like, and it's fucking miserable.
3: <laughs> it's right there with Elektra and Catwoman. Just the th- The movies that phoned it in.
0: Yeah, and and then also the um the, the casting is really interesting because who's that one girl in it? Is Sydney Sweeney? Yeah, who thought she was joining the MCU? Oh, exactly. God. Yes. Yes, because there was a couple of them in the movie who were like, "Oh, and Dakota Johnson as well." They they both thought that they were legit joining the MCU and then they're like, "No, no, 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 no." Columbia Pictures. Um but it's just another weird like casting choice because um she plays this I don't I don't know who she's supposed to be. I'm sorry. Who's Sydney Sweeney? <laughs> yeah. Some some nerd that becomes like one of the Spider Girls or something. I think she's just another like I think she's Spider Woman, right? Like hold on, because I know there's is more there than she's
3: one. Julia Carpenter, no okay. Julia Cornwall.
0: Yeah. Anyway, she plays someone who's supposed to be seventeen. This this woman is also clearly like thirty. Um, and uh, yeah, I I think I understand how she got the role, judging by her Instagram account. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Adam Scott's
3: yep. in this movie. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, and uh, that's the that's the only thing that I kept thinking of every time I saw him on on, a, on screen was, like, the fucking spider scenes woman. from Step Brothers.
2: <laughs> Catalina Wine Mixer. Exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you, um, I did not even know this movie existed until all the reports about how bad it was came out.
3: I knew it was coming out, but I, I had no idea when. Oh, I've never seen yeah. even seen a trailer for it. But, like, Dakota Johnson's one of those actresses, I'm like, Nope. I I, yeah her and then she's also in it was emma roberts which is another i'm like no i'm not watching something with a minute
0: there's i mean there's so much more that i could say about this movie but like even uh, even though like it's hilarious and you shouldn't watch it and like uh, if i spoiled it no one would you know no one would bat an eye but i still don't like to spoil things but like even the way this movie ends you're just like Fuck me! This is like, <laughs> it's embarrassing for everyone, including like us in the audience, just for being there. So um, would you say this is
3: better or worse than Morbius?
0: I think I think people are saying that that this makes Morbius look like Citizen Kane. No the oh the, the, the review the, the review that I saw was, uh, <laughs> Madam Webb makes Morbius
1: look like the Dark Knight.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Oh Exactly. Um, rough. Seriously, I don't know. Go out of your way to see it. Nope. <laughs> just, <laughs>
3: I'll just wait to, uh... for that to be on a streaming service.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, don't pay for it, but like, you gotta. So, so when you see like a bad Marvel movie, you can at least appreciate that it wasn't Madam Webb. You could be like, all right, Thor Love and Thunder was like not great, but it was kind of fun and, and quirky. It's not just a fucking piece of shit, fucking. I mean, again, I'm I'm getting I'm getting worked up just thinking about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Madam Web, go see it? Question mark? No, sure. just don't. Zero <laughs> Sam, to ten stars. <laughs> Sam, I'm reading some reviews right now. Is it true
2: they said it's webbing time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember like, that, but the fucking, the, the main character's name is, what is it? It's like Melanie Webb. It's like, Also, in the
1: comic books, Madam Web is an elderly woman with the body of a Mm -hmm. spider.
2: Yep.
0: (laughs) So when I saw this, I was like, this is not Madam Web at all or even close. Yeah, she does make a little bit of a transformation um, at the end of the movie, but it's not into that. And it is like one of truly the worst um, costumes and, and character designs I've ever, ever, ever seen.
3: Looking at some
0: of the photos, a lot of the costumes
3: look fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, literally everything about this was very, very bad. Um, and so uh, your number
3: five is Madam Webb. My number five through <laughs> one is Madam Webb.
0: <laughs> brutal. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. Uh, well, what the fuck is your number five?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Forgot where we were at. Um, <laughs> Okay, starting off with the little little piece of trivia. Um, mm-hmm. My number five, this movie has a visual Easter egg before each murder occurs. Ooh, murder. Can I guess? That's the point, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, knives mm-hmm. out.
0: Anyone? Ooh, that's Ooh. a good guess. I guess knives out. Or is it Clue? Ooh, uh,
3: mm. I... I'll
1: say murder, um,
2: Tokyo Drift. <laughs> great guesses, but uh, mm-hmm. no. My number five is the hometown epic, The Departed. Oh, don't oh, really oh. say it I figured you guys probably knew this was going to be a token one, um, but it really is a great movie uh, based on the Winter Hill Gang of Boston, you know, the Whitey Bulgic story. Um, mm-hmm. so, is
3: that what it's based a- on? Didn't know that. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
2: sir. So hmm. it hit close to home. You know, they this was the first movie that like really kind of represented Boston accurately with decent accents. Because there's nothing worse than being from it, the city and they just hire some asshole from Alabama to be like, I got my wicked car over here.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they got they got real OGs like uh what's his name? Matt Damon, um DiCaprio's in there, not from Boston, Nicholson, but all these guys in their prime uh, brought in Mark Wahlberg to be the super douchebag detective. uh, And he just obviously kills the cocky Boston uh, character. Um, As far as, as far as the the Easter egg, uh, right. There's a lot of murder in this movie. If you've seen it Um, right before each character dies, there's some form of an X in the scene, whether it be through a window on the carpet pattern, uh, Mm -hmm. Pretty interesting little little nugget. Uh, also, it was a remake uh, that I didn't know, uh, based on a 2002 Hong Kong film called *Internal In- Infernal Affairs*. Oh. So
3: Martin Scorsese isn't original. God, that yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Understood. it did
2: it did win best adaptive screenplay and uh, director, I believe.
0: Man, Nicholson was incredible. I mean, not only in this, but yeah. in in general, he was amazing. And I'm so bummed he's not in movies anymore. But
2: yeah, he was still in his prime for the, this. Mm-hmm. Was kind of his like last big impressive role, as far as I can t- uh, remember. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't seen it, it's you know based on this kind of Boston Irish gang culture uh, from what the 70s 80s, and um, it involves the the state police department and there's moles amongst moles amongst moles and double crossing. This cop's a gangster, this gangster's a cop, and it all blows up in the end and, and it just wraps up in a nice little bow. Uh, great movie.
0: There is a there's a big scene in that movie um that takes place in like a big, big warehouse um slash uh I'm not sure if it was supposed to be an airplane hangar, um or like a ship um what do you call that the airplane hanger for for a fucking battleship like a <laughs> something like that um but they they filmed that um right around the corner from where i grew up um right in the quincy shipyard uh shipyard. so i know it was a big deal when everyone was there they had like all all the streets shut down and like you know i mean they, they had turned the whole shipyard into like a you know a big movie studio this was before they were doing a lot of movies in in massachusetts and in boston um so i remember it being a really a really big deal
2: yeah i mean this this was obviously really huge around here i'm not sure if it translated as well nationally um because i was just looking up like top 100 movies it didn't crack any lists like that but i love a good crime kind of mystery what the hell is going to happen type movie and this nailed it
4: Mm -hmm.
1: i think i've only seen it once but it um it uh it comes up like in clips. Oh wait, no, no. I'm confusing it with um, Black the Mass.
2: Oh, oh, Black Mass. Yeah, mm, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, that, that was oh, also oh, Whitey oh, Bulger. Bulger, right? Just a little yeah. more
1: accurate. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Yeah. I I know I've seen The Departed. I've seen the end. Uh, the ending I can remember in my head. Um, I just don't remember too much of it. But I do remember it being a big
0: deal. From being from Boston. To- Dude, because it's got the fucking Dropkick Murphys in it, guy. Oh, worst part of anything is the Dropkick Murphys.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, it has an awesome soundtrack, except of course they're going to put that in there, but all the other music in there is kick-ass.
1: Man, sucks. There's so many good bands from Boston, and they keep putting those fucking drywall-hanging fucking blue-collar stiffs on it. <laughs> God, they're,
3: they're terrible.
1: Yeah, fucking, oh, I could play a power chord, and I could wear a scally cap. I'm in the Dropkick Murphys. <laughs> sucks Time I don't disagree <laughs> thank you Sam thank you for your support
0: so yeah number five departed nice uh, Charles uh, I think I think it's hey. on, on me oh yeah I thought oh. you went I thought it was Madam Web <laughs> that's five through one just give me for the rest of it um, alright see ya <laughs> well goodbye <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Um. It, so this this was I I will say one thing that I did with my list specifically is I did not put any horror movies on it, um, because it, that's all, that's that's all it would be for me. And like we've I don't know I I, I get to give these other movies some time to shine. Um uh, my number five movie is not gonna make any fucking critics top one thousand movies, but like hmm. this one for me, whenever it's on, I will hundred percent watch it. I'll watch it the whole way through, and makes me fucking just cry, laugh. Um, And my little trivia for it for you guys. um, Let's see. All right. So in this movie, 15 million of the film's $30 million budget was spent on the main actor who did not want to be in the film. (laughs) I don't know, but I love it. Um, And, And it's a comedy and it's from 1995. 95 comedy, big payout to the actor.
1: 95, Jim, Jim Carrey. Um, the movie he didn't want to be in. Mm, I don't know. Is it Jim Carrey, the actor? Yes. Okay. That's, I was going to say that's a great guess. That's a good guess. So it's a movie he did. Oh, Cable Guy? Nope. This is before Cable Guy. Before Cable Guy. He didn't want to do it. Not Ace Dumb and Ventura. Dumber.
0: Yeah, no. It's Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Oh, the um, second one. The second one. Ah, okay. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I I have such a clear memory of seeing this movie in, in the theater, and th- it's probably the first time I ever, like, cry laughed at a movie. Um, and, I mean, I was 10 at the time, uh-huh. but I rewatched this movie last year, and I still fucking cry laughed at the same goddamn part when he's in the mechanical rhino. Jesus Christ. And it's not just that one scene in the movie. There's so many stupid, stupid jokes and quotes, and I, I just can't, I can't get enough of it. Um, are you guys fans of this movie or or no?
2: No, I like it. It's good. Mm-hmm. I like the first one yeah. better, but it's good.
0: I, like I it. uh, I'm gonna
1: send the group a video of Birdie, my youngest daughter, because she has uh, like cradle cap, so we have to put like aqua in her hair. And the other day, I gave her uh, white devil hair, <laughs> and my my <laughs> wife didn't get the
0: reference. But now that we're talking about it, yep, I'll uh, I'll send it over. Nice. <laughs> um. I don't know why quotes from this movie come up so often, but yeah, that's one of them is is from from that scene where i I didn't know that the watutu were biters <laughs> <laughs> um and of course, every time that I, um whenever I saw um when I was uh, house hunting a few years ago and we would go into someone's house and they would have uh, animal heads on the wall, uh, this is a lovely room of death. <laughs> Uh, the movie's ridiculous it's just absolutely ridiculous but you can't watch it and not just smile from like ear to ear the the whole time um it's it's unlike the other picks on on my list i try to be a little bit more serious with some of my other picks uh especially the the way that this contrasts one of my other picks is is kind of hysterical but for me personally fucking ace ventura when nature calls you know, is is the best way to make sure that I just have a good day. It's a good one. I haven't watched it in a long time. Um, I sh- I could probably
1: stand to, to give it a good a good watching. Ace Ventura, man, Jim Carrey in his his prime,
0: you just can't beat him. Yep. He's so yep. funny, especially considering he did not want to do this movie. a new light. <laughs> I know it's like
1: uh the. You know, he didn't want to do it, but he was like, "Yes, yeah, son, you give me enough money and I'll do it. And he did a good job. It's not like he phoned it in,
4: mm-hmm.
1: um, but that's
2: funny. It does seem like in this movie compared to the first, it was like, let's just put Jim Carrey in crazy situations and watch him do his thing. Yes. You know, I mean, who can forget coming out of the, what is it, Rhino's asshole?
0: Exactly. The the wide <laughs> shot with his, of his tiny face poking out of the thing's butthole. Like I can, it's burned into my memory forever and I'm fighting back tears even just thinking about it right now. It's so funny.
2: Brilliant cinema. <laughs> exactly. And bubble bee tuna to you. <laughs> <laughs> your balls are showing.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> oh got, all right. I could go on and on and on, but it's no Madam Web. Um, <laughs> all right. Charles, your number four, sir.
3: Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. My number four. So this is. Actually, the one I had the hardest time picking because it could have been one of the two of these, um so this movie is the fact where it is this movie is currently tied for the most Oscar wins by a single movie with eleven wins uh is
1: it kane the movie sub uh sub thing uh sub parentheses how many people I eliminated at a royal rumble <laughs>
3: hmm. The, the original WWE movie, Kane?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See No Evil, right? Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that has any 11 Oscars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> any other guesses? <laughs> so, uh, no? Also it's gotta be
2: Avatar. <laughs> it's gotta have big sound and visual effects to get that many, I would guess, so i mm-hmm. will go mm-hmm. Terminator. Okay. Um <laughs>
3: uh, my number four is uh lord of the rings return of the king oh fucking obvious. and yeah it won 11 oscars um it is this is where i said i had to pick one of the two because uh this return of the king is a better film but two towers is more enjoyable uh but i had to pick return of the king in terms of like if we're picking top five movies we're picking the best this is what i consider the better film and uh this is the movie where men cried is what the way I describe it is because uh, this movie has so many good fucking moments in it and it like mainly I will go back and rewatch uh, y'all have seen this movie right so yes, I'm, not sure I'm not okay I'm not <laughs> a fan yeah, well, at least, least one of you have what <laughs> I'm not into get out. movies Really? no get sorry. out of here <laughs> no bye <laughs> I need you to leave <laughs> Um, what you don't want to sit around and watch a three and a half hour medieval war movie? Actually, excuse me, almost four hour.
2: No, but um, this is the the third installment. Is that right?
3: Yeah, this is the third and final installment. This is like the the end of the whole saga. And I have sometimes I will just pull up the ride the the ride of the Rohirrim, uh, which is when the Rohan shows up to the the final battle, and they uh, ride into the fray. It's amazing. It's like cinematic brilliance. The score is way more intense than it needed to be. And, uh, I shed a tear several times watching this movie in several different moments. It's, it's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also, this is one of the few instances where the movies are so much better than the books in so many different ways. Cause, uh, the final battle that takes in Return of the King that takes like an hour and a half probably is. Uh, I mean, it's a couple of chapters in the book. Most of the time, we're just following Sam and Frodo up up through Mordor. Yeah. You so, doing, so do you, you do you, cr- <laughs> How do you feel was about uh,
1: <laughs> what? Uh,
3: was that yawn You?
1: Oh my God! Yeah, I'm like
4: yeah, <laughs>
3: trying that's
1: to that's like listen. You're uh-huh. you're you're. Your talk about the movie is almost as long as the movie itself.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, I did have a question. We're not
3: even at my top three. (laughs) Um, Did you watch Rings of Power? God, no. No. I tried. It was bad? No. It's just not. You can't recapture, no matter how much money you have, you can't recapture like the lightning in a bottle that they got with the original trilogy. because. All of its CGI still holds up today. Everything looks oh, great. Uh, uh, Except for one person. Golem uh, is not holding up.
0: I <laughs> I think dealing. actually mo- most of those movies look fucking really, really bad today. Get out. Um, I, 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 Get still, <laughs> out. <laughs> I still think I like those movies. I think that they could, if someone could just go in and do a little touch up to some of that fucking CGI. Also, it's, what it's are you rough.
3: watching it on? Are you watching it on like 120 hertz, like smooth motion bullshit? Because yes, no. it's going to look bad on a fancy smart TV.
0: No, no, no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not turning on the fucking okay. <laughs> the thing that your your parents have on their their television. Um, I've to gone smooth into people's the motion. houses
3: and I've gone into friends' houses and turned that off on their TVs.
0: Uh, it blows my mind whenever anyone can't tell that it's on. Oh my god. Do you have eyeballs? Also, why is no. it the default on TVs? Anyways, um, yeah. I I I think some of it looks fine. Some of it looks like a bad PlayStation Two game. Um, but listen, the orcs in the back <laughs> are
3: fine. We don't need detail. <laughs>
0: um, but no, you're you're right. Where like uh, for a movie, you know, they had to translate these books into movies, and uh, pacing I think was like such a huge you know, challenge, but I think they did a really good job with most of the pacing. Um, all the way up until the ending of the third movie, where it is like forty minutes of, of character endings.
3: Yeah. Well it's the end, you know? People gotta get on boats and leave and Sam's gotta get the book from people. I have a know? question. <laughs> yes. When Gandalf dies,
1: he comes back as the White Wizard. Is it still mm-hmm. Gandalf, or like what's the deal there? Like I never understood that. They never explained it. They weren't like, "Oh, Gandalf's back." He's like, "No, I'm not. I'm the White Wizard."
3: He is. Te- he yes, he is technically Gandalf, but he did pass through the fray and became a different spectrum of wizard. Does he have Does like the memory? It? Does he have like the memories of Gandalf? Um, off the top of my head, I can't answer that confidently.
1: And you call yourself a <laughs> fan? uh no that's something that has always plagued me and sometimes it just pops
3: into my head i don't know they skirt over it yeah in the book they do expand upon it but in the movie it's like no we're just gonna he's he's fine um it's 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 yeah i don't feel like going into it because it's the whole discussion
1: (laughs) was it just a way to be like oh we'll just keep the same actor in both roles
3: Um, it was technically because Saruman was Saruman the White gave up the White and he became Saruman the the multicolor apparently, but they didn't even address that in the movie. Okay, that's like a, become a whole thing. So that's why like Gandalf t- ended up taking the mantle of the White. So he's still the same person. He basically just died. Yeah, but where's
0: Gandalf the <laughs> Black? <off>
3: the- <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
0: <laughs> so so, are you preferring the theatrical cut or the director's cut?
3: Oh, the director's cut. I'm never watching the theatrical cut. <laughs> I right, see so you, you want all 5 hours. hours. <laughs> yeah, I want the whole damn thing, man. All right.
0: So yeah. All right. Number 4, Return of the King. <laughs> Return of the King Endgame. Got
1: it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I see a trend here. Uh all right, am I up number 4? Great. Right. Wonderful. Um my number 4, this was probably on my other list before. It was probably higher, but um, my number four is something that all people give me shit for, and people argue with me, and I fully expect it now. But my number four is the Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Mm. Yeah, this um, is this deservingly on on should be it, on your list.
1: It is. It is a v- huge feat as far as you know a stop up a stop motion full length feature. Um, it has. It has become a cultural zeitgeist institution at this point, I would say. Um, the music in it is awesome. My kids, uh, my daughter loves it. Uh, big fan. It's uh, it's an easy movie to watch. The character design is is awesome. Everything about the movie is great. I, I'm surprised that they haven't in, pulled the trigger on a sequel yet especially with the way things have been the past, I don't know, decade of movie making and, and what they've been making sequels of and remakes of and whatnot. I'm assuming the heavy hands that be are really like absolutely not we're going to do that. But eventually they're going to die and someone else is going to become the, you know, the big heavy hands who are in control of making that call. And I bet we get some fucking real shit bullshit knockoff sequel in like the next
0: I don't know 15 years or so yeah if that happens it's definitely CGI it's not stop motion no way I don't I I do not think that'll happen it's uh, yeah people going out of their way to like to put the care into a stop motion picture these days is very very rare well let me rephrase that I think it all right sure I think it'll be
1: CGI to look like stop motion
0: yeah there you right. go oh. and, and then are we are we getting green oogie boogie in the in the sequel or gray oogie boogie what is the basis of this question oh uh and in okay. everything disney now oogie boogie is bright green um and i think uh-huh. to make him less scary because he's legitimately pretty scary in that movie i thought uh, this
3: was like is this like a hulk question
0: <laughs> I know, I was like, <laughs> is this like a savage Hulk? Hulk Or like, <laughs> is Joe
1: Fix-It Hulk Is Joe Fix-It Oogie Boogie um, I, is, I don't I want to say Either I didn't even notice Or, like he's
0: bright green In toys, but I think he's still Grey in the movie Yes, yes, exactly So in okay. sort merch or like when he makes an appearance Not in the movie, yeah They like, they yes. kid friendly him up a bit
1: yeah, that is that is definitely true. Like I have a couple of like little figures, and he's definitely a shade of green that he is not in the movie. I just assume that they're like they wanted him to be uh,
0: glow on the dark esque,
4: mm-hmm, but
0: um, but I don't know. Uh, this this movie is really special. The music is top notch. I mean, Danny Elfman, um, also just stepping in and doing the voice of Jack Skellington himself. You know, for the for the, the songs, singing parts, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. he's so cool. Uh, I actually, legitimately, last night at Hollywood Studios bought a um a zero and like pumpkin uh Christmas ornament. Nice. Yeah, I, so, I'm so jealous that you were just casually at Disney yesterday. You fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> we we went. We did Rise of the Resistance. Ate at Mama Melrose's and left. Oh, you ate at Mama Melrose's? <laughs> were you trying yeah. to punish yourself for
1: something you did earlier? <laughs>
0: That place is
1: fine. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood,
0: Hollywood Studios has no fucking good food in it. Yeah, yeah. So we 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 went for the rise of the resistance and oh and we saw Fantasmic, Um which the the new the new Phantasmic is pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, uh, Yeah, it's uh nerds. It was okay. Blam.
0: Uh
2: yeah, that's my number um. My number four, Will. Sweet. Um, my number four is, um, oh, the piece of trivia. This movie features Warwick Davis, a little person in a mechanically aided suit, partially operated by remote control.
1: Oh, is it uh, Willow? Oh, nope. Is it Return to Oz?
2: No. Oh, okay. Is it, is it one of the Harry Potters? It is not. It is the 2005 hit Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, that was a wow. fun movie. <laughs> I am such a huge fan of this series. I've read all the books, listened to all the books on tape, listened to the old English radio shows. I mean, yeah, I consumed this one in my teens and 20s, uh, end to end. Uh, but yeah, the, the little person in the suit was uh, playing the robot Marvin, the depressed robot. Mm -hmm. and the suit was so big and heavy it took four people to get him in it and they had remote controls to aid him in like moving around the whole movie there i said it was like a torturous (laughs) fucking thing to go through for the movie yeah cool little fact about it um but obviously a big fan of hitchhiker's guide uh it's great story um extremely well written and funny books uh and the uh the costume design and the CGI like it integrated so great. Uh, they they put a lot of effort into the actual physical costume design. Uh, think of like uh, that sitcom, the dinosaurs and those big rubber suits. They they did a lot of that um, in conjunction with some CGI, and it just came off so cool and and different from what a lot of other movies have been doing.
1: Can I, I'm looking at Warwick Davis's film history. He's played both a good. And a bad leprechaun in different movie franchises. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean... What a career. <laughs> leprechaun 2, 4?
1: Um, yeah, so he, he was in the leprechaun horror movies, but then he's also in a 1998 vehicle called A Very Unlucky Leprechaun, which which I'll assume is just the prequel to how the other leprechauns started. Yeah. Um, there's also... Uh, <laughs> Wait, he's what? in a movie called The Seven Dwarves of Auschwitz. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this? This guy's got a much longer IMDb than I thought. Uh, yeah, but there is a um, he was he was in a show called Life's Too Short. Um, it was on HBO as a comedy, but there is a clip. Holy shit! It would so the reason I know it is because they would play this like trailer for this show like ahead of or after Game of Thrones episodes. And there's a fucking clip of him trying to get out of, like, an SUV, and he just opens the door and then just, like, stumbles, slides down it because it's so high up, and it's so (laughs) fucking funny. Um, If you can find it, you should watch it. It's just just that one clip because he just opens the door and he's just, like, his whole life is – I think the whole premise of the show is, like, how hard his life is because he's, like, a a short person, but him fucking slide falling out of the SUV is so, so funny. (laughs)
2: Sam and uh, Charles you guys familiar with, with the series the books or otherwise
0: life's too short yeah <laughs> no I'm not I'm sorry <laughs> back
2: to the pick uh, of Hitchhiker's Guide anyway oh so my God.
0: <laughs> no, he does I'm such sorry. a good job of it I don't think we're getting back there Will <laughs> it doesn't seem <laughs> I'm like sorry it, it?
3: Um, <laughs> um number
2: four midgets
0: <laughs> um
3: I'm familiar with it. I honestly haven't watched the movie since 2005. This is one of those like IPs. I'm surprised they haven't circled back to because there is yeah. such a feverish following at this point. I figured they would have either. It would become like a Netflix series or an HBO series at this point. And there's just definitely money no on one the one table. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: how many do you know how many books there are? And there's just the one movie i think there's five books right so yeah so we got we got the content i think that makes sense or we will probably see it as like an amazon prime original or something coming out but um Shh, don't say that
3: too loud they'll take something else and ruin it <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I think i've only seen the movie once but i do remember really enjoying it um and being kind of uh surprised by how how good it was i think i had low expectations going in
2: yeah it wasn't a major blockbuster by any means um You know, there was a good cast, but I, most Def was in it, and I'm a fan of his, and it just, it really came off like he was in the movie because he loved the series too, uh, and he was just a great actor in it. Uh, My favorite scene, I think, out of the movie is they're walking through this, like, desert landscape, and the idea is if they have an original thought, a big, like, shovel comes up out of the dirt and smacks him in the face, a la Sideshow Bob break. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah, they just keep getting slapped in the face. It's fun. It's fun. Just watch out for that Vogon poetry. It'll get you.
0: Wow. What a reference. (laughs) Get a bunch of nerd picks on this list.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys apparently aren't Hoopy Fruits and probably have no idea where your towel is.
1: I know. that I. This was, like, the only book I, like, ever read in my life. Um, (laughs) So, I I do. I, I haven't read it in a long time. Um not that I would probably revisit it, but I did like it. I did li- I think I read a couple of the other books in the series too. It it's it's a great, it's a great um universe. It's a great story. It's really good.
2: Yeah. I love it. Hitchhiker's Guide, number four.
1: All right, Sam. Also, for the love of Christ, we gotta speed
0: this up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Gotcha. All right, all right. Uh, my my number four couldn't be any more different than uh than my my, my number five. Um, trivia for this one: the uh, lead actress was so uh, worn down by being in this movie that she did not appear in a, another feature length movie for twenty two years. Uh oh, it's um, what's her face from? Uh, she was in The Shining, but
1: you're referring to the movie Popeye.
3: <laughs> Mary
0: Shelley. Wow. Mary Shelley. No. <laughs> <laughs> the woman that wrote Frankenstein, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, The Shining. Yeah, that's
3: um, I don't remember the no, name.
0: No, you're you're all very off, and also, no. Um, <laughs> what? I, I'll any any other guesses before I get to it? Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Um, who's been in every movie the for the last eighty years?
3: <laughs> is it what's her uh, name from
0: The Exorcist? Linda Blair. No. Yes. Oh.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, no, the actress is Bjork. And oh Jesus! who gives a fuck like what, what movie is that <laughs> so the movie is dancer in the dark no one's seen dancer in the dark dancer
4: no. in the dark okay
0: all right so i won't go too much into this because it's it's again like ace ventura i could watch i could watch that movie like two times a day every day um and be fine dancer in the dark i watched in what 2003 that was the one and only time i've ever seen it it left such an impression with me. I don't know if I have the courage to watch it again.
3: Oh, my God. It's a Lars von Trier movie. Yes. It's, depress- it's what does that depressing. What very depressing mean? All he makes are depressing art pieces. Oh yes. My God. He's so, the one who so this- made Antichrist and then also Melancholia and Nymphomaniac.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <It's> fucking- so... <laughs> so first apologies about the dogs barking uh secondly uh so this this movie is also like the first feature length movie to be shot on digital cameras um which is very weird and interesting uh and also the i guess light spoiler for this movie uh it's a musical but you don't find that out until about 40 minutes into the movie so, what? So it's not so, a musical. I don't, So so, so so it's a it's a musical. So the first number doesn't start until I mean it's at least a half hour into the movie and then there's a musical number and you're like, "Wow, that was unexpected." And then they continue to happen for the rest of the movie. Now, um Lars von Trier wrote the first 40 pages and he was like, "Oh, let's make it a musical." And then he just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> uh the the movie's basically about um a a woman who has a degenerative um uh a visual uh, disease where like she's going blind um, and she has a son and he has that same disease and he's and she's trying to do something to to I think get him the surgery you know and trying to save up money and then all sorts of stuff happens it goes totally off the rails it has a bunch of original music by Bjork um, and then it has like it has an ending that like when it ended like I couldn't move for like 10 minutes Um it's way 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 intense uh i don't know if you're if you're looking for something really really interesting to watch and pevy and bjorkish uh you should check out dancer in the dark but it is not an easily digestible movie um but in the interest in moving on that's that's all i'll say about it
2: now that's exactly the kind of pick i expected out of you <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think i think this is my most already one, though in fact, I know it is. <laughs> um but I had to have one in there. Um Dancer in the Dark. I do highly recommend it though. Again, I've seen it one time and it left it left the most intense impression on me.
4: Mm.
0: And then Great. Bjork was in the and then Bjork was in the Northman just what last year or something. Hmm. But
3: I still haven't seen that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right
2: Bjork. All,
0: all, right. all right. Uh mm. Charles. Might have-
3: my number three, uh, my number three. My fact for this is, uh, I'm assuming Matt. This is probably your number one. Probably. <laughs> probably. Um, so, are we gonna? Uh, do you want to talk about the Dark Knight? <laughs> it is
1: my number one. Um, <laughs> you can. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. I've. I've. I'll put it this way. I've had a, a lengthy history of of mm-hmm. sucking this movie's dick on this show. So I'll. Uh, I'll let you have a, a crack at that hog.
3: I don't know if we have to even talk that much about this. I mean, it's everyone at this point—if you don't know about the Dark Knight, if you haven't watched it—like, what the fuck are you doing? No, I, 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 one, c- I, I, it, I bet there are people met-
1: in younger generations that might not have. Like, we're getting to that point.
3: That's shit. That is true. That is like what two thousand eight. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah this this movie made Hollywood consider superhero movies be serious. Um and worthy of Oscar nominations. Granted, this one, this movie is the reason na- why we now have more than five Best Picture nominations because at the time, this didn't get a Best Picture nomination because we only had five and they picked a bunch of white bummer movies as usual. Um, to give you a comparison, Slumdog Millionaire won in this. Yeah, this fuck year. that movie. That that movie won this oh, in, yeah. in this Oscar season, but. Following this, they added five more slots, up to ten Best Picture nominees. But The Dark Knight, I mean, it gave it gave us the best performance by Heath Ledger, but it also took Heath Ledger from us in the end. Um, it probably gave us the best Joker we're probably ever going to get for a long time. Um, because now he has left a massive hole that someone has to try and live up to. Um and I feel like the only way you're going to get something good like that is if you do the Joker where he has his face stapled to him. That's probably the best. I think you're going to get to overlook it. Um, but like, and then also, it's directed by Christopher Nolan. It's written by Christopher Nolan and his brother. Um, it's it's uh, it's scoring is just beautiful. Everything about this movie is so good. It it's a actual superhero movie. It's like an actual film. Actually, this is the way I want to use it. We're gonna classify it as a film. Anybody else just want to wax about the Dark Knight? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I remember. <clears throat> no, oh, you go, go, go ahead, Zim.
1: No, no I. Fucking talk uh, so much about this.
0: <laughs> I remember going to see um, I Am Legend in IMAX, and that was the film that that also had like the first five minutes or whatever of Dark Knight as like a special preview or whatever mm-hmm. shown in IMAX, and I didn't know that was the case so it just started and it started with the you know the bankai scene and i'm like what the fuck is this it's so good and then it just ended and then i was like wait that's not the movie i'm seeing and then i am legend started and i was like oh this is a different movie (laughs) yeah um but even that even that little taste of that movie was so much better than the movie i was there to see you know um so yeah it's it's a perfect movie it's it's hard to it's hard to even talk about it. It's just everything from from front to back is just incredible.
2: Yeah, my take on it is um, definitely I haven't met anybody who doesn't like the movie. Uh, everybody, I think, universally agrees it's awesome. Uh, I hadn't. I was one of those people. I thought superhero movies were kind of fucking meh, and they were for so long. I watched Batman Begins the night before we went to see Dark Knight uh, because mm-hmm. I think I was going with a friend who was super into it. And I was like, all right, well, let me watch the first one, and I was like, wow, that was. Batman begins was a really good movie. And then dark Knight was three times better than that. So uh, it was just mind blowing. I mean, the, the pencil trick made me feel pain. All oh, right. So cool. Oh, that
3: like every time he's on screen with that okay, I grit, to be honest, Heath Ledger as the Joker makes this whole movie. Um, every time he's on screen, it's crazy memorable. Um, and it's just, he's completely captivating. We're not, you're not going to see a Another movie where Christian Bale looks bad as another actor in comparison, because then they're acting against you. The granted, he's just acting as Batman in a deep, dark voice, but that's how good Heath Ledger is in this role. Um, and yeah, we're just not going to I don't see anything living up. It's created the gold standard for superhero movies at this point.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, Iron Man came out the same year, which is wild what Um, (laughs) yeah they both came out 2008 2008 yeah yeah um and just imagine okay just imagine that dc continued on with that caliber of movie as we were just getting started with the m with the mcu what Uh a golden time to be alive that would have been
3: this Um, this movie rumored that like we were gonna get a flash movie after this and Christopher Nolan was supposed to be in charge of it, but Christopher Nolan doesn't want to do shit like that. <laughs> he just straight up left. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, it's just so good. This is the movie for me where it's like, if it's on, I'll just stop and huh. I'll watch it. I remember like uh, when I was like delivering oxygen and stuff like that, like it happened like two times where I like walked in and like the dark night was on TV and I was just like, I just stopped doing what I was doing and just like watched it for like 20 minutes. And then they come in and be like, you're almost done? I'd be like, uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, just uh, putting the bed together. Give me a sandwich. Be like, oh, have you seen this movie? They're like, uh, I'm about to die. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. All <laughs> oxygen. All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, the movie, it's my number one. It's, uh-huh. There's been some times when I've been like, oh, I like this movie so much. Could this replace A Dark Knight? And then I go, no, 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 no. no um joker's like my my top two favorite characters the other one being hulk and i mean Heath Ledger's joker alone put this movie. the rest of the movie could be all right i'll put it this way Mm -hmm. the rest of the movie could be madam webb but if all of Heath Ledger's joker scenes were still in that it would be (laughs) my favorite movie still yeah (laughs) And, and ah it's just so good and and then i couldn't i was really shocked I get The more I think about it, the more shocked I am of kind of how much I was not into The Dark Knight Returns Mm -hmm. um, and how bad it kind of was. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? But Mm -hmm. then I I think I saw like a – somebody put out like some sort of mini doc or something about it. And it was basically like Christopher Nolan did not give a fuck about that movie and was just not Uh into doing it. But I think he was like contractually obligated to or they just backed a dump truck full of money to his house. And you can tell. You can just tell yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, hmm. Dark Knight movie rules. Heath Ledger's Joker is awesome. Um, man, you just can't have a movie that just spawns, you know, a full decade's worth of just shitty fucking cosplays.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I still, anytime I see a video or someone who's, like, cosplaying, I'm like, I don't give a shit about this. I don't need Oh, this, my
1: God. Know. It's just like, They're you're not him. You're not yeah. Heath Ledger, and you're not the Joker. Like, relax, dude. But yeah, that's my number one. Anyway,
2: if you guys had to venture a guess, how many times have you watched it, beginning to end?
1: Uh, honestly, probably I'd say over twenty times. I was gonna say uh, maybe a, up into the teens. Yeah, um, I might. I, I I I might go watch it this weekend. <laughs> Thinking about it, it's on Peacock. Oh I, yeah, well. I own the Blu-ray series. Like that matters oh, anymore? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't even think I have. A, I don't even think I have anything to play it on. As
3: I say, I don't think my PlayStation starts. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what am I? am I on my number three? Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So my number three. Uh, I believe this was on my original list as well, but it is still uh, very, very, very much um, up there. And my number three is um another another tim burton film and it's big fish oh yeah um good movie this movie just hit me you know what you know what this movie is the equivalent of for me like uh getting into a band at the right moment in your life Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. it it just it hit me at a time when i was just like uh very much like uh, into the whole like I have crushes on girls and I, you know, have these like long winded, like hopeless romantic, I, you know, t- fantasies about it. And it's like, Oh, then this movie comes along and just has this like incredible, fantastical story. Um, which is basically just, you know, uh, a romance story about this, uh, you know, this guy chasing a girl and, and yada, yada in like the most visually cool, captivating thing. and, one of my favorite things of any movie was in this movie and it was like the whole, he's telling the story about how he meets his wife. Um, cause he was working at the circus, like just shoveling shit and she was in the crowd and he's like, um, you know, he's talking about how like, you know, they say when you meet the, you know, the love of your life, time stands still. And they have this awesome scene where everything freezes and he's like, even her, and she and he like walks up to her and he's like pushing stuff out of like the frozen time and he's like looking at her and then he's like what they don't tell you is that time speeds up extra fast to catch up <laughs> and then it's like it everything goes so fast and you can't catch her name and she leaves
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and i was like oh that's such a that's such a funny thing um but man i love that i love that movie um it's so it's so good um if you haven't seen it, you should. It's it's really it's really sweet. Um it's it's awesome. I not to like bring down the sweetness I'm talking about, I have such bad gas. I wish <laughs> I wish someone was here to like experience what's happening down here. I think I'm gonna set off the carbon monoxide detector <laughs> in my basement. What'd you See? have for dinner? Uh I went out I had um Cuttlefish and eggs. Uh, c- cuttlefish. <laughs> uh, sorry, Kyle. Uh, no. Um, I had a uh, scallop risotto from a fancy Italian restaurant. I went out mm. for a work outing today.
4: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. I can attest that you do have historically awful farts. Yeah, so, Sometimes they're, they're all
1: right. So I have historically loud and obnoxious farts. They don't smell all the time. They probably sm- they they probably don't smell more often than they do, but when they fucking smell they're awful and tonight they're just they're brutal. They're just brutal. It's it's like keeping me warm. There's like a like an aura of <laughs> <There's a> warmth. <laughs> <to it>. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, yeah, big, big Fish is my number 3.
2: <laughs> cool. I missed good that movie. one, but I'd I'd like to check it out. It it, it
1: uh, is good. It's very good.
3: That that is a movie that if it, I watched it a little too young so I, it didn't hit me in the same way but I have watched it since the first time I watched it and I'm like god this is such a good movie it's super underrated it really is I'm surprised it doesn't it
1: it it didn't carve out a uh, you know especially because it's Tim Burton right like he has such like mm-hmm. a like a rabid kind of fan base that, but this one is not one of the ones that like people are like oh Tim Burton you know Batman and Edward Scissorhands and The Nightmare Before Christmas
0: mm-hmm. no one ever says Big Fish but it's so good yeah. yeah now do you like any tim burton films post big fish um I, w- I honestly could you name some because i'm not yeah <laughs> so so right right after this his next one was charlie and the chocolate factory no and they did the corpse bride yes okay sweeney mm-hmm. todd i did like sweeney mm-hmm. todd all right and then it's alice in wonderland dark shadows frank and weenie uh, frank and weenie is awesome frank and <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Didn't see it. <laughs> Dumbo. <laughs> More like Gumbo. Don't watch it. <laughs> and then, and then I think it's Wednesday. I think is is the last thing he did. Some of that. Um, but I, I every time I think about this movie, I was like, oh, I love that movie. And then I think about the immediate disappointment I felt a- after you know seeing uh, what Charlie and the Chocolate Factory would be like. Oh, Tim Burton kind of rein it back in, dude. <laughs> that that's just. <laughs> I mean, has anyone seen the newest one? The new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, Sam it's like looking uh, at you.
1: Sec- yes, it's like sexy I wonka. I did see that. How was it? I Wait,
0: wait, wait pause, I, pause pause, 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 Yeah. Is yeah. it better than Tim Burton's Willy Wonka? Well, yeah, because it's not like it's as it's at least trying to tell a different story. And it's and it's definitely based off of like the Gene Wilder movie, um, because mm-hmm. it has some of the same musical uh cues and, and themes in it and then he has some of the same like mannerisms as as a Gene Wilder character specifically. Um it's definitely super polished. Um but and and some of the characters are like I don't know pr- pretty kind of one dimensional and unforgettable but I actually I and, and I enjoyed it a lot, Wonka. Um I like Mia Timothy Chalamet I think he is very funny. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm
0: I like them. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not being facetious. I I, I enjoyed that movie uh, quite a bit. Um, it's not groundbreaking, but it's it's nice and it you know pay, pays homage and still does its own original thing and is still funny, like actual laugh out loud funny at times, while still being like pretty polished comparatively. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my number three. Mm-hmm.
2: Big fish. Very nice. Very nice. Will. My number three. Uh, quick quick trivia guess here. Uh, the author whose book this movie was based on uh, sued the production because he was unhappy they changed the focal point of the story from one character to another. Oh, there's too many guesses I could have on
3: this. <laughs> <laughs> Throw one out there. Most of them, most of them are TV shows. but
0: uh, The Shining. Uh, yep.
2: Nope. <laughs> oh. Is this... No, it's not. No. <laughs> oh. All right. Give uh, up. Hmm? This movie is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
0: Another Jack huh. Nicholson.
1: Um. <laughs> so we were talking about what theme we should have for Birdie's first birthday, and I suggested One, <laughs> one Flew Over the Birdie's Nest.
4: Awesome. <laughs>
1: and I was Hell like, we yeah. can put her in a little straitjacket. And mm-hmm. my wife did not <laughs> say no. <laughs>
2: A little lobotomy <laughs> scar on the head. Oh, it'd be so funny. Yeah.
1: And yeah, I was like, I'll, I'm going to dress up as the, as the water cooler that gets thrown out the window. <laughs>
2: I
0: was going to say the water cooler should be the cake.
2: Yeah. So that's a good use of the bidet. You rip the bidet off, and the water squirts up. There you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, this, this movie, uh, I don't know if you guys seem familiar with it. I saw this pretty young. It was like a substitute teacher film. And I just loved how it was, it was just kind of like raw and and gritty at the time to me. And and Jack Nicholson, I mean, one of his best roles, in my opinion. Um, He finds his way over from a mental facility or from a prison to a mental facility and like expecting it to be a little more relaxed, easier time to spend his time. Um, But it turns out to be a kind of grim reflection on how patients in these mental health facilities were manipulated and. Experimented on and treated in the, the seventies and eighties, uh, which is why they're all closed now, and the mentally insane live on the street instead.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really worth
2: it. <laughs> but I mean, Nurse Ratchet, Matt, I think you're with me on this. One of the leading candidates all time for hate fucking.
1: Oh, let me let me look her up. I'm not super familiar.
2: No, she, not that know, she's, she's know, very hot. It's just that she's such know, a fucking bitch. <laughs> Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet she throws it around pretty good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This also, um, this movie won Best Actress, Best Actor, Best Screenplay, Best Picture, and Director in the same year. Damn, wow. Yeah, 1975. Uh, But I just love Jack, you know, Jack Nicholson uh, was the main character in the movie. It was, in the book, told from the viewpoint of The Chief. The silent guy, ah, yes, big motherfucker, and uh I mean Nicholson just kills it i mean, he, this was his character to me that kind of defined it it seems so real to him uh when he like he goes out of his way to try to make the the actual insane people feel like you know better, he's bringing in strippers through the window or hookers and getting drunk and trashing the place, and, uh, gotta feel good moments and then ends tragically when he learns that you can't fucking beat the system end up with a scrambled brain and an Indian choking you to death because he loves you.
0: <laughs> uh, all I can ever think of when I, when I hear about this movie is the, the scene from the Simpsons um, where they, they reenact that the final scene from this movie. <laughs> is it
3: where he like, he, the chief throws the thing out, leaves, comes back in and does it again.
0: Uh, no, he only,
3: he only, or they do a m- multiple references for this.
0: Oh, I, it's possible they've done more than one reference. But yeah, they th- they throw the the water cooler out the window and, um after after I think it's is it Barney that, that smothers Homer? With the <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but then Homer's just like fine, and he's looking out the window like, huh? <laughs> yeah, but a and classic this, movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: And you got a you got a young Danny DeVito in there, Christopher Lloyd, and. Uh, The voice of Chucky, also in this movie. Chucky Finster? Chucky the
0: doll. (laughs) Oh. The the horror Uh, doll. Brad (laughs) Dourif.
2: And the the other thing I liked about this movie is the way he rolled his cigarettes up in his t-shirt like my grandfather did. (laughs) Classic grandpa move.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do I need a pocket
2: for? Just fucking... Anyway. Yeah. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is a fucking great movie. It's a staple in cinema history.
0: Fine choice. A gentleman's number three. Uh, Sam. Uh, all right. Uh, my number three is uh, also a gentleman's number three. This movie featured the first ever attempt of a photorealistic CGI animal in a movie
2: Avatar.
0: Uh, Jumanji. <laughs> it's older than all of those movies by.
2: Oh, the first. Well, photorealistic. I.
0: The great train mm.
3: robbery
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: no it's older than that one too uh That's it's a movie from the it. 80s uh it's a jim henson movie and it stars my boy david bowie oh uh labyrinth yes um the the, yeah, the opening of that movie has that owl that swoops in um, which is cgi and what 1986 uh, when this movie came out um i mean it's not the best CGI, but <laughs> it was the first of its kind. Uh, anyways, yeah, this this movie, what a fucking anomaly uh, this this movie is, because they did, well, The Dark Crystal, and they were mm-hmm. like, okay, that, but, like, not that. Like, let's let's go, like, a little less dark, a little bit more kid-friendly. We'll put some musical numbers. We'll throw in David Bowie. Um, and, yeah, Bowie basically agreed to be in this movie, assuming that he could write all the songs, which he did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How many classics? Baby,
1: crying Hard as babe mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he does the voice of the baby in that song too. <laughs> Why?
2: <laughs> Andy married it.
0: Andy, what? <laughs> what? I don't know, yeah. and I don't know can where this can,
2: where this comes from. Do <laughs> you know, can can know should... that he was involved with underage girls? I mean, I, I, in this, I can't the whole wait for premise this.
3: of this movie, though, is he is trying to lure a like underage girl to
0: come and marry him. Okay, well, that's true. <laughs> that <laughs> is so blind. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in I like his this defense, movie,
3: but Jesus! <laughs> in his
0: defense, it is Jennifer Connelly.
3: I was gonna say, I was, like, <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking that. Myself. I was like, well, it's young Jennifer Connelly. Yeah,
0: so the yeah. ends justify the means. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Uh Jennifer Connelly who will appear in another one of my movies. Um anyways, uh yeah, this this movie like what a weird anomaly of a special one of a kind movie. Um back back in the 80s when when kids movies used to just be like dark and fucking bizarre. Um it was it was the coolest. Uh I'm just going to assume nobody else has returned Oz on their <laughs> on their list. Not anymore. Um, <laughs> not anymore uh yeah um but th- that one comes to mind as well like they, they just they used to make movies that were like like okay like this might be a little scary for some of the kids but we're gonna put it out because it's we're just gonna make the best movie we can uh they would never make anything i don't know that that dark today um which is Cowards. what it makes us I know seriously it's what makes this movie so special. Um it was probably oh god like 5 years ago at this point or whatever. I was babysitting um a friend of mine's kid and she at the time was I think like 11. Um and I was just like, "All right, we're watching Labyrinth tonight." And she's like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Just sit down and watch it." And like 10 minutes into the movie she's like, "This movie's weird." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Watch the rest of it." <laughs> um so just just forcing my weird 80s movies on on the the youth of today um i don't know i love this movie the songs are incredible the the muppet the muppet tree is incredible david bowie's incredible his cod piece is incredible it is Uh, awesome i got my um
1: i got a my sister an awesome gareth statue for like some
0: gift giving exchange mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's very cool (laughs) um do do you guys have any weird labyrinth related memories or thoughts
3: no. I already shared mine. He's trying to lure a thirteen-year-old girl.
0: <laughs> it was a different time. Listen, I'm already sure she's sixteen, and it's just it's at thirteen o'clock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a best character in this in this whole thing too is that little the little worm. Um, hey, don't they drop a uh, an faggot in this movie? <laughs> I I I think that it's a. Uh, a, a rumor, or you know, it's, it's one of those weird. Well, let's just find it and let the people decide. Let's see
4: here.
3: <laughs> oh, she! Wow, the premise is a 16, 16 year old Sarah. And I was like, there you go. Yep, all right.
0: Yep, yep, yep. But definitive. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Uh, yeah. What? What is? What's the? The? It's your your mother is a your mother like a faggoty a... aardvark. <laughs> is is basically what it what it sounds like? No, Doesn't say that. I, Hold on.
1: Let me see. I got it. I got it. Let me pump this bad boy. All right. She's marking the stone. And the thing comes out and turns it around. Right, right here. Eh, eh, what's
4: going on? The pasta. It's lighting on the flag. It's walking. Eh.
2: Eh. Your mother is a son. Oh, i'd
0: say he said but like flagging he said i like hear fragging mm-hmm. yeah fragging i hear what, what i, I want to hear <laughs> uh yeah this this movie's a weird one if you haven't seen it fucking what are you doing i, I, I don't know i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> all right we can move right on
3: okie dokie huh. my number two um, yes uh, I I don't really have a trivia for this. I mean, it's a heist film with many levels. Does that work for you? I don't know. Um, Ocean's Eleven.
0: I, is it another 11? Christopher
3: Nolan movie? <laughs> uh, you bet it is. It's fucking is Inception. Right? Um, Hell yeah! Never saw I would. Wait. W- what? What?
1: Inception? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I, 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 did. I didn't. I didn't see Interstellar. I'm sorry.
3: Oh
4: Jesus! Oh. <laughs> I was
3: gonna say no. It, yeah. So Inception. It's crazy to think that he did The Dark Knight and then turned around and put this out. Like, talk about t- hitting two home runs right in a row. Uh, or at least, what, Sam, did. you made a noise. Did he throw something in the
0: middle of this? Oh, uh, no. Sorry, if there's a noise, uh-huh. it's because uh, I'm still uh-huh. at my in-laws. But um, uh, but no, dude, you're 100% right, and I think that this is the true sequel to The Dark Knight. <laughs> this is the true sequel? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, what Want to take... Because oh. here... Listen, hear hear me out because like Christopher Nolan definitely like made those Batman movies partly for him but also partly for the studio so that he could get the permission to make all the movies he wanted to make. And of course, this is the first movie he turns around and and makes. Um and I think that like this is really the thing that he was like cooking up as he was making The Dark Knight saying like this is the movie I want to put out. So I think yeah. this is the true successor to The Dark Knight.
3: Yeah. This this movie like I rewatched it today because I haven't seen inception in a while but I, when this movie came out I was absolutely obsessed with this movie because it was it's so different from anything else out there from a storytelling perspective and just visually it is a stunning movie and uh again it's a Hans Zimmer score which Christopher Nolan loves working with so it sounds great through the whole film but it's just there was nothing else like it in knowing all the since I was, in, I was in film school when this came out, um, the amount of side conversations we had about this film, because people were like the the whole ending of this movie, which I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to dance around a spoiler on this. Like the whole question of like, was this a dream or not? Was, uh, was always, and then people trying to formulate their own idea of exactly, was he in reality in the end or not? Um, was just I loved theorizing that I'm still on a soft theory of what that could be actually rewatching and it, I've it's pretty obvious at this point, but um yeah, this movie is just so fucking good and this the cast of it is it's it's right up there with like the departed it's crazy the amount of people they have in this film
0: basically the cast of the dark knight
3: including including young robin um Mm -hmm. they throw that yeah he does work with a lot of people in this film um and intro i would say this introduces a lot more of the american audience to the gem that is tom hardy because he wasn't even a major he's he's a secondary character in this Mm -hmm. um but it was enough that he was Like he was captivating enough that people were like, maybe we should start doing more more things with this rather short but stocky, handsome man.
1: (laughs) Uh, My my fall in love with Tom Hardy was Bronson.
3: I was going to say like that was his really good movie, but this was like American like opening the door to American audience. Tom Hardy was great in this movie. Hmm. Hmm. Anyone else's Hmm. experience with this film?
0: (laughs) I, I saw that. I, I saw this on a matinee, um, so it was in a movie theater that was full of old people. And for half the movie, all I could hear was the people in front of me going, "What's happening?" <laughs> God bless them for it. That, that
3: um, reminds me. This is the movie I've seen I've seen in theaters the most. Ooh, right. I think at the time I saw it f- five times, and
2: three of those were IMAX.
0: That's so good. I never got to see this in IMAX.
2: I watched thing, this so. movie, but didn't give it my full attention and just got pissed off at the end because I had no fucking idea what was <laughs> going on. <laughs> oh, I should I think, revisit it because I know it's good. I just, you have to pay attention.
0: It's
3: on Peacock, so
2: it's watchable. It's,
0: it's, yep. it's oh. a special movie. Um, I
3: love it. It's there's, I don't. This is one of those films we're not going to see something sim- like another thing like it. Also, this is where I say Christopher Nolan really started losing steam. Um, because look at the film, the films after it aren't great. Um, Dark Knight Rises, Tenet, Interstellar, they're, n- they're not great movies. Uh, Dunkirk, pretty damn good. And then Oppenheimer, I haven't seen, but I know that's out now.
2: I watched that this weekend, it's on uh, something. That's it's like, on
0: Peacock
3: as well. Peacock, Peacock yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's have, pretty like, good. The whole collection.
2: It's fine. Last half hour,
3: fucking drugs. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it and then transition it into uh, Godzilla minus one. <laughs> it's, be a it's beautiful good. one-two combo. Um, but yeah, Inception's my number two. I own the fucking script book for this movie. Like I, I love this. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God this movie's so good.
0: <laughs> it it is really really good. And and also it's it's I think one of the few movies that's like uh, I don't know turned into um like a like a phrase or like something that I'm mean, at least I say oh, like from time yeah. to time whenever I'm trying inception. to like yeah, I'm trying to get someone to like believe it's their own idea and I'm just like yeah. I'm just trying to inception you into making this happen.
4: <laughs>
3: 100%.
0: <laughs>
3: gave us a gave us a great Leonardo DiCaprio like meme where he's just squinting. Looking at someone? It's
2: great.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. This okay. is this is a, a classy, a classy choice there.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Good
1: job. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: Your number
3: two?
1: Uh, my number two. My number two. My number two. Uh let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um Hmm. I had a movie and it was easily my number two in this list. My one through three was easy, and now I can't remember what my number two was. Um shit. Oh my god, I'm just straight up like brain shitting all over the floor. My brain is
2: shit. Um Can I can I take your spot for a moment? Uh give you time to <laughs> gather. That's very generous. Of you will,
1: but you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead with my gut. Cause somebody said something earlier that made me think of, um, that made me think of something that I was like, Oh, you know what? I really like that movie. Um, and I do have, I do, I do hold it in high regard, but, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and make my number two this now. Um, my number two, I'm going with, it is my favorite, uh, comedy. And it's like one of the ones, it's one of the movies I watched the most times in the theater. And I, I think it's great. And my number two is Anchorman.
4: Oh, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> it's worthy. This movie, movie. this movie is this very,
1: movie. very funny. Um, it's an easy watch. It is. There's, mm-hmm. and this is one of the movies you can kind of just <clears throat> jump in it at any time and you're fine. Uh, also there is a, I don't think it happens anymore, but there's like a good amount of episodes of, um, he, Will Farrell did a podcast as Anchorman.
2: Oh, that's right. The Ron Burgundy Ooh. podcast. I it, listened to a couple of those. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite
1: things was, I don't know, I don't know if he had to do this or it's just part of the show, but, um, every week he would have to dedicate an amount of time to corrections from the previous week's episode uh on things he got wrong and most of the times he would just like double like he would just double down on a lot of them <laughs> it's it's if you're a fan of that character that podcast is amazing it's just it's just a continuation yeah did did you like anchor man too um i i didn't like it as much as the first one i thought it was fine there actually is um there's like a, on like the DVD back when this was like a thing. There's like a a whole like extended like there's like a thirty minute not sequel but there's like they they cut together another thirty minute like story just from like deleted scenes hmm. from the first one. Um, it's very funny. Um, but the, the second one it was okay. I think you know what it is. I think they they tried to take the take the success of the first one and they. They like added too much money to it and like too much polish, Um, and I think it lost its like charm. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that movie, that movie is just the people in it. Like that's what makes that movie successful is just is just Mm -hmm. the people in it being funny people. Um, Like even like Vince Vaughn's character, fucking kills me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Every line is is a quote. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every every line, the whole thing, front the front to back, is just nothing but quotable, quotable shit, and mm-hmm. I I love it. It's it's so good. I, I, I when I saw it the first time, I took people. Though, I was like, I we are gonna go see it. I was like, I, like you already saw it. I was like, yeah, I know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go again. Um, it's good. I love that movie. It's so funny.
0: Uh, the the quote thing is a really good point. Like I <laughs> <laughs> feeling okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot over here. <laughs> um, I, I was just saying that as far as the quotes go, like, I think it's really rare these days for a movie to be really quotable. Um, I mean, in this movie is 20 years old now, which is insane. Right. Um, but I don't know. Can you think of, like, very many movies since then that are, like, even nearly as quotable? Just, I mean, I definitely can't.
2: Not even close. The, those yeah. type of comedies just don't really sell or where they, yeah. they don't they don't transfer into the movie theater market so they don't get made that often.
1: Actually, mm-hmm. here's a here's a thought for everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean like within the last, we'll say, 5 years. Who's the biggest comedic actor? Like comedic. And I mean like what what we what we think of as like Will Ferrell, what we think of as like Adam Sandler, what we think of as Jim Carrey. In the last 5 years, has any has any movie produced an actor that's like Oh, he's so funny! Just because he's in it, I'm going to see
0: it. I know that not everyone likes this guy, but Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't call him. A- no, he's
1: he's way past fat. I mean, like brand new. Oh, brand new. Yeah, sure, no, gotcha. I mean like not. Well, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is great. I I like Ryan Reynolds. I think he's very funny. But he's been around for what two? You know, fifteen, twenty years. Sure. Two guys, a girl in a pizza place. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it. <laughs> Um, Van Wilder, right? He's in that. Yep. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, last five years, what they, they just don't. Ex- uh, 10 years, last 10 years. I don't know. I can't tell you the last time I've thought of any actor that is new or not from when I was, you know, a teenager myself that is like, oh, that's a comedic. That's a comedic. He does comedies.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, maybe Eric Andre is one of them right now.
1: He's pretty funny. Y- yeah, but he's not. He's not a box office
2: draw. No, Louis C.K. was on his way for a minute, and then <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he really was kind of getting anointed, and then yeah, pulled the plug in himself. Even, there, even uh, literally, uh, no, yeah, he pulled something. <laughs> um, <laughs> the
1: uh, <laughs> he's so funny. Even the president knows my thing. Is such a funny line. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's, I, I'm just thinking of it now, and I'm really kind of like.
3: I don't know. Oh, I, I, know. A, I, gonna, I, I know. who one. it is. The so, closest person be like Lil Ray Howery.
1: I don't know who that is. He's Lil he's Rel, decent.
3: Excuse me, Lil Rel Howery.
1: Who?
0: <laughs> it's, he's it's from Get be, Out. Vacation. A, man, Uncle Drew. He's decent. Nope. No, like, I don't know anything you're talking about. I <laughs> so, like I can think. I can think of some movies that are like, oh, that has that guy in it. That's really funny. But not like, oh, I'm going to see this movie because this guy is in it right that's kind of what you're talking about like yeah, i'm going to go like see jim- a jim carrey movie because yes. he's in it i don't give a shit what it's about i'm going to go see a will farrell movie because will Ferrell's
1: in it i'm going to go see an adam sandler movie because adam sandler's in it like um i'm going to go see a chris farley movie like back in the day those those made money those people made money for being funny it just doesn't exist
2: anymore you want to be pissed off yes i love it i've got right now like the top 5 people who are comedic actors right in front of me. According and to the internet? According to IMDB, okay. a decently reputable source. Number one, Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek.
4: Who's, I, 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 I like agree. him. I, I like him too. I, like I think he's funny, but, but
1: he's
2: not nowhere paying. in the stratosphere of, of what you were talking about. No. Number two, Aquafina. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> not even number, close. Number three, and I would argue this is probably number one, Pete fucking Davidson. I would say I yeah probably number 1 but still I don't I don't he's think he's like, that yeah, funny. He's like right. he's alright. Yeah, he's mid. He's mid and exactly. After that Tiffany Haddish no uh, it just gets weirder from there.
3: Oh, I fucking love Tiffany Haddish. Really? She's yeah. okay. She's yeah. better
2: in movies than she is in stand up. She she's
3: better as like not the main character either.
1: Yeah. She was yeah. A f- I fucking I almost hated oh. her guts after she when she hosted SNL. It was so bad.
3: Um fuck, what does that remind me? She's in the after party. Sam Richardson is also one of those, like, rising comedy actors. you uh, have to look him up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but that shit just doesn't doesn't exist anymore.
3: Yeah. But, I wish
1: Donald Glover did more. I like his stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. But yeah, my number two is Anchorman, so
2: continue nope, no on bad. with the chlorophyll. Number two for the old Wilster. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this film was narrated by legendary Boston comedian, Stephen Wright. Oh, I know. It. Wait, narrated? Narrated.
1: Oh, shit. When you tell me, I'm going to kick myself in the dick.
4: Ooh, like, I don't, don't know.
2: It's not half-baked, is it? mm I don't know. I knew that's what you were thinking. He was in that as the guy on the couch. Yeah, uh, I was trying to think mm-hmm. if
1: there was any like, voiceover for it.
2: Nope. This was 1992 film Reservoir Dogs. Oh no shit. Uh, yeah, kind of neat little little factoid about that movie. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and assume you guys have seen this. Yes, sir. a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know it's it's a group of guys planning a heist. I fucking love heist movies. I I almost put Ocean's Eleven on my list, but I didn't want to get kicked off the show. <laughs> but um, Reservoir Dogs, Tarantino. Now, one of his iconic films did it on a million and a half dollars, which is why most of the movie was just in a warehouse, uh, mm-hmm. but it worked. And I I love this movie. It opens up right out the gate with some cool shit with um, Steve Buscemi at the table with everybody uh, eating breakfast or lunch, and then they all throw in a dollar for the tip, and he goes, no, I don't tip. And they all argue about e- me, 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 it. I don't tip. I don't believe in the establishment of the American system. And My, I'm just like, that yeah, could Jesus. be the
1: most Quentin Tero, Tarantino dialogue
2: he's ever written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's Mr. Pink. Uh, they all go by code names of Mr. Pink, Blonde, Orange, White, Color, uh, Blonde, I mean. Anyway. Uh, just a really cool heist movie that goes awry. And the iconic scene where um, Mr. Blonde has a cop tied up in the warehouse and the song stuck in the middle with you comes on the radio. It gets turned up for the scene and he's dancing along to the music, which, you know, you don't know if it's just over the top overlaid music or if he can hear it, but he can definitely hear it. And he's dancing to it as it goes and viciously just cuts the cop's ear off (laughs) Just being Ugh. a complete fucking psychopath. Uh I love the movie. I love how you know gritty it was and just an absolute bloodbath. One of my favorite Tarantinos. My favorite of all of them, I think.
0: Yeah, man. I gotta go and re rewatch this one. Because... Um, uh it- Kaylee, like whenever she sees anything that's like, like oh heist or gangster or anything like that in the, in Hell a movie yeah. description, she's like, "Fuck no, I'm not doing this." But like, oh. but but thinking about this movie, I'm like, this movie is actually like ninety percent just like guys talking to one another. Um, yeah, but but it's incredible dialogue, and then it's so tense. And then when there is action, it's consequential. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> um, no, this is a, this is a great pick, and I'm actually kind of shocked that. Uh, we haven't had a Tarantino pick up until this point.
2: Yeah, I, I was between this and another, uh, but I'll save that. Uh, but I just love the movie, the The scene where the guy's bleeding out in the back of the car with the white leather interior and the blood just smattered everywhere. It was kind of resembled that Young Bucks bit. Right, Charles?
0: <laughs>
2: anyway, oh, oh, that's my number two, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs.
0: <laughs> that's a great pick. Really good pick. 1.2 million dollars. Unbelievable.
2: One and a half. 1.5.
0: <laughs> uh, Sam, number two. Uh, all right. Uh, my number two. Uh, all right. Here's a little fact about this this movie. The word, yeah, is said 179 times in the script. And the top-billed actor or actress does not appear in this movie until a third of the way into the movie, 33 minutes into it. Uh, um it's
1: a movie starring Usher. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I have no idea. Any guesses? Nah,
2: I got nothing on my uh
0: Dude, where's my car? <laughs> uh yeah, with Ashton Kutcher who doesn't appear in the movie until <laughs> thirty three minutes into it. Uh, this little is... actress. Uh this is, this is Fargo. Um Okay uh, Francis uh Mc uh, Mac- McDormand um she she doesn't appear into the movie until a full third of the way into it our our protagonist and uh the top of build actress um
2: That's and, a great and clue.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the word <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh the three cent stamp people need the little stamps uh this <laughs> this movie is like all right has everyone seen this movie
4: yeah, a yep. long time ago I have,
0: I have not. not you should a hundred percent see this movie. It's one of the funniest movies without there being any jokes in it whatsoever, you know? Like it's it's a black comedy, but just fucking everything that happens is so goddamn funny. The the character actors, um and, and it's just one of those movies where um much like the television series also named Fargo, which has come out in, in years since, it's mostly about people like making a mistake and figuring out the only way to dig themselves out of the mistake is to dig deeper and deeper into the same hole. Um and it's just this incredible series of events. Uh it's it, it can be shocking um and dramatic, but it's also just fucking hysterical. It's so funny. I love black comedies. Um and this is definitely like the king like king of black comedy. Yeah, like <laughs> yes, like anything by by Tyler Perry. <laughs> um but no uh fargo is i mean uh, in in my opinion it's a perfect movie and uh has anyone seen the any of the television series fargo i think i
2: did watch the first season uh, but that was kind of a while ago right isn't there uh uh,
0: isn't there aliens in it (laughs) in in one of the seasons there is like a very random scene with aliens yes (laughs) right Um, it, far fargo the television series is the same thing as as what you were saying before matt where you, you just hopped in at the like the wrong season of um uh american horror story where if you if you hop into like season four which is the one that stars chris rock you're like oh this show is garbage um but then if you watch a different season you're like oh this show is incredible um but I, either way, if you if you decide to get into it or not, you should watch the the movie first because everything is based around the, the tone of this movie. It's it's not it doesn't really have much to do with like the characters or anything like that. It's just the, the overall tone and the feeling. Um, but yeah, this this movie uh, the uh, the Ethan uh, Ethan and Joel Cohen the Cohen brothers. I mean, this is the one that really I think put them on the map. Um, but they they could just do no wrong um and especially with uh with this film here uh so yeah i think it's one of the funniest movies while not having any jokes in it if that makes sense
2: i can attest <laughs> to that very yeah. dry just the characters are just humorous in themselves i think it's yeah. just us city folks laughing at rubes
0: <laughs> yeah and just the fact that they they put everybody you know with these ridiculous accents and like one of my favorite gags in the, in the movie is the fact that like the the main character is this you know she's this pregnant she's like an 8 month pregnant you know cop and she's trying to solve this murder and she's and she's involved in all this you know really dark and intense stuff but when she gets home like all her husband wants to talk about is his his problems and like how his like his painting of a mallard like didn't win for like best stamp <laughs> but 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 she's like cuz she's like still Immediately, like supportive of them, she's like, oh, she's like, oh yeah, that's okay, Norm. Like, and she she doesn't like talk about her day or anything like that, and that's so funny and so like true to how a lot of like people are. Where like, I don't know, they they yeah. they did an amazing job with that film. So if you haven't seen it, Matt, um, go right the fuck out of your way to watch this shit. It's so good,
2: yeah, definitely okay. worth it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's all
1: I
3: have to say about that. All right, yeah. number one. Charles, um sure. it wouldn't be one on my list without me fumbling it at some point. So uh we're fumbling in at the goal line, and it's because this movie has stood the test of time for me ever since my first film history class. Uh, this movie is the movie that starred the the that starred the first African American woman to be nominated and win an Oscar.
2: Angela Bassett.
3: Uh, Yes, that is Angela Bassett in the 1939 (laughs) Gone with the Wind. (laughs) Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Still looks good for 120. (laughs) Yeah, age is perfect. Uh, Yeah, Hattie McDaniel played Mammy and won the Oscar uh, in 1940, but 1939. Yep, my number one is Gone with the Wind. Uh, I knew with this list, this is where I lost. So... um, but again, any movie I've ever seen, this movie is the gold standard because in in my head, there is never, ever going to be another movie that looks as good as this film does. For it being in 1939 during Technicolor, it looks, it, it just looks, I can't say, I mean, it just looks perfect in my eyes. Um, I, I saw this over three different classes because this movie is fucking long. Uh, it has its own intermission in it. Um, mm-hmm. and I watched it over three different film history classes, and every time I've watched it, it just this movie is it's it's great. it never it, it is long, but it never goes wrong for me. Um, have you watched it backwards? <laughs> I haven't um, I'd probably love it to watch a movie that starts with uh I don't give a damn
2: but which was not the scripted line.
4: Wow,
2: Will. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I don't give a that, damn. <laughs> that wasn't the original Deliver line. It was oh. ah. It the, was uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a care, which sounds way lamer. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, I've never seen this movie, but you're not wrong where like even just flipping through the IMDb, it's stupid beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially considering like the time what they're working with for for you know technology wise and and everything like it's it's i'm just i'm basically just flipping through a series of like incredible like portraits you know oh yeah but it's It's, like a four-hour movie
3: (laughs) oh my god it's so long that's the one that's its major downside but i mean it's got clark gable and vivian lee in their prime and they're both incredible actors it's Yeah, there's not much there's there's not much I could talk about besides just talking by myself about this film because I don't I don't think anyone here has seen it. <laughs> Wait, I, I've seen it. i have seen, seen it. Gun I just the can't Link?
1: really. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, would not
3: have guessed that.
1: <laughs> I I well no I I watched it because it was like I, it's such a famous movie I I that's why I watched it I was like I I'm just gonna watch it because it's so iconic it was fine just thought it was about farts. I thought it was about farts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to the um, whole thing.
3: I said, wow, not a single fart. The uh, interesting thing is this referencing my uh, first clue for my number five. This is actually with adjusted inflation. This is considered the highest grossing film of all time. Ooh. It is still beating out Avatar, Titanic, and Star Wars.
0: Wow. Well and uh with a budget of eight dollars <laughs> incredible <laughs>
3: <laughs> truly incredible um yeah i just this movie like <laughs> i have the i have collector's editions of this movie i was prepared to spend upwards of i think it was 10 grand at the time of what? a original copy of the book gone with the wind signed by vivian lee and clark gable uh that i found at a uh one of those, like, movie memorabilia stores, consignment shops. I was mm. spending 10 grand on it. You know what? If I come across it, I probably will.
0: <laughs> mm. All right. Yeah. It's gonna this go is, yeah. great with your uh, your picture of Roger Moore signed by um, Sean Connery. <laughs> 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 yeah.
3: But yeah, my number one down with the wind. I appreciate anybody who decides to vote for this list at this point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Will might win this I one. Know. It's I know worth, it's I worthy of a number one. It's just it's not on it the is top of, one of people's the best mind these days. Movies of all time, yeah. But man,
3: Alpha Vivian <laughs> Leigh is a fucking smoke show in this film. Mm. All right, settle
1: down. You know she's got a huge <laughs> merkin under there. <laughs> oh. Gotta get up under those <laughs> trussles first. <laughs> trussles.
2: <laughs> you can catch her on next season of Octogenarian
0: Terrarium. She's right. no. She's no Patricia around. Richardson. <laughs> 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 No, she is not. Uh, Do you see the oldest brother from that uh, that mo- uh, television show just got arrested again? <laughs> Who did? Oh, uh, uh, oh Brad. 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 Yeah. Shitty yeah, one. Arrested yeah, for what? Zachary what I think this time it was for uh, like 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 criminal driving under the influence or something like like something really really bad. Oh, I'm but sorry. This, I I thought this was America.
2: <laughs> did talk about typecasting yourself from your fucking character he definitely on the show was like the bro dude. And he's, and I, I saw this story and I saw that he's had like a DUI, like every three years since forever.
3: Damn.
0: He's a regular yeah. Jeff Hardy. That's right. <laughs> Ooh. So Charles, your number one is, uh, the oldest brother John from with, home yes. and <laughs> uh, Zachary Ty
3: Bryan's <laughs> latest arrest, his, his alleged DUI felony and then contempt of court.
0: Yeah. Um, Man, I will say, like, I hate the time period that this is set in. This is yes. like civil Civil War period movie. Um, yeah, I will. I will say when we were when everybody was going up and
3: getting rid of all like, you know, like the Dukes of Hazzards and a lot of the other Confederate stuff. I was like, oh fuck, this movie's gonna get like this movie's gonna catch it. Um, and then <laughs> Warner Brothers just put at the front of it like they do with some of the Looney Tunes cartoons. It's like this movie was made at a time um and we're not going to re-edit it or edit and hide it because we want people to see like these things were made this way Mm.
2: so
0: yeah i mean that's that's not the reason i don't like that time period i just don't like that time period because it just does nothing for me but um but yeah i'm trying to balance that with the fact that this movie is just so visually stunning i think i'll i will go ahead and watch it and i will report back to you sir you let me
2: know (laughs) You know what, I think is pretty impressive about this movie is there's a scene where this gigantic building burns down. And mm-hmm. in the time of these days, they actually just had to burn a huge building down. <laughs> they just burned a fucking building down. That's <laughs> pretty cool.
3: Also, another fun fact about this movie is uh, its director is the same director to Wizard of Oz, and they came out in 1939. Wow. Both movies. Busy time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was a good director. Tim I Burton. Wizard of Oz. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, 1939. Yep. Um, Matt, your number one was The Dark Knight?
2: Of course it was. Uh, Will? All right, I'm up. You're number one. All right. uh, Quick trivia this movie uh, was on ice for a while and then got kickstarted once the director watched the Lord of the Rings movies
3: Cabin in the Woods. (laughs) No. Nope. Okay.
1: I thought I thought you knew that for a
0: fact. That's how confident you just said that. <laughs> he just said that's, it was on ice, and I was like, "That
3: one. We're just gonna go with that's that.
0: That. <laughs> the That's the first one I thought of as well when when you said that um, because yeah. yeah that that's that sat for like five years or something like that but but then no for Lord of the Rings, man. I don't know. Um, hit what, what? Oh shit! What was the one that came out with um um. Aragorn or whatever afterwards. Hit Hidalgo? Is, am I making that up?
2: I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about, so not even <laughs> okay. close. Matt. Do you have anything?
1: <laughs> uh it Peter Jackson's um, uh, Meet the uh that one with Meet the, the feebles Meet the feebles <laughs> yeah, there you
2: go. <laughs> close. Oh no. Oh my it's, god. Uh, 2009's Avatar.
3: Really? This yeah one, uh, you like this movie are you a fucking no no it? no i'm not here to shit on your back i, I am didn't i didn't know this movie sat on ice <laughs> so i was like oh
2: no uh he started cameron started writing it in 1995 uh the cgi wasn't there it would have cost too much to make and then mm-hmm. once he um watched lord of the rings and saw the way Gollum was made he said okay it's time to make this movie and then it came out like 10 years later <laughs> it came out 10 years later after that yeah so this thing was in the in james cameron's head for two decades your number basically. one movie is avatar because and listen i will listen i have <laughs> never been more immersed in a movie experience than seeing this in imax 3d i
3: back that i back that real hard
2: what a <laughs> when fucking i left the theater shit? no fuck it it was my experience. can you fuck name it. a
3: better 3d movie <laughs> than the than avatar yeah what
2: the fucking
1: first doctor strange movie i thought it had better visual effects than the whole fucking avatar movie combined
2: no that didn't work for you i guess but to me uh, i felt like i was fucking in the movie the whole time no. and when i left the theater i was just like oh kind of and they talked about there was news reports about this people feeling a little like down after they left the theater because it was so engaging and endorphin you know driving
1: Will, if you if you like it that much, you gotta go to Disney World and ride Flight of Passage. You'll fucking shit. oh
2: yeah, I'm sure I mm. haven't. I don't. That wasn't built the last time I was there. I was there like four or five years ago.
1: If if you're passing through, just make a stop in the fucking uh, Animal and, Kingdom and and go. You'll and, if if you like this movie that much because of that feeling that it gave you, you will you will jizz your pants on that ride. So
2: you hit it on the head there because the. Second like best experience I had when before this movie came out was at like Universal Studios when they started doing these like 4D type mm-hmm. like thing attractions. And I was just blown away like when the, the little character would come out and it was like, Hey, everybody thinks
0: I'm talking to them, but I'm talking to you. And I'm
2: like, Mom, it's right in front of me. Is
0: <laughs> 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 your number one is the Muppets 3D at <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood Studios? Is that what it was? I'm really I'm really talking to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: But <laughs> after that, to see a full feature-length film with like even more immersive visual effects, it, it, it was, I was transported. I mean, that was it. And sure, is the story some great fucking brilliant thing? No, but it's good enough. I it don't car- know. Unobtainium carries- is
1: one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life.
3: Yeah, uh, that's pretty- the well, story isn't great, but visually, it you is. You got to remember,
2: view humans view.
0: name this shit, so it is realistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The story is just Pocahontas, right? (laughs) It's Dances with Wolves.
2: No, but the amount of effort that went into the movie, it was groundbreaking. You can't fucking deny that. And uh, did anybody go see the second one in theaters? Full 3D everything? Because you can't can't, can't do it any other way. Um, I love the second one. It was great. The fucking whole Mm. whale shit could have got cut (laughs) and made the movie less than four and a half hours or whatever it was. But i i love it i love what what the cgi did and the visual effects were mind-blowing yeah and i back that Mm -hmm. you know without this inflation adjustment uh highest grossing movie of all time 2.9 billion
0: listen if you have an opinion on avatar and you want to share it with will join the discord great point (laughs) tell me i'm stupid (laughs) I knew, you know, kind of like
2: Charles just thought you would crash no. and burn, and I'm like, I knew my number one was going to, you know, not quite yeah. hit home, but I, I've never left a movie theater with such an impression.
3: Yeah, I, I support that, because honestly, Avatar and Avatar 2 are, I have not seen a better 3D movie since then, and I did see Doctor Strange in theaters, and yes, it was fun, but it did it was not this. It was not immersive like this movie was. Did you see the fucking mirror world in that fucking
1: movie? Yes. That's the only time I've ever felt disoriented at any movie in my life because it was so like, I can't escape this.
3: I just, I I don't know. I did not see
1: that movie in 3D. Avatar just, it looked fine, but I just did not fall for that, like the immersion thing. I just didn't, it just didn't do it for me. I was just like, They're big floating mountains and they look cool and it looks good,
2: but it just, I don't know. You gotta, I don't know. You gotta suspend it a little bit for the movie. I get it. I get where you're coming from, but I went in just ready for the experience and it delivered. (sighs) I just can't believe it. I'll put it
1: this way. If this was like your number five or four, I'd be totally on board. I just, I'm shocked that it's your number one and offended if you can't tell <laughs> <laughs> apparently <laughs> i just oh. because this movie i just don't fucking get it and like and like i don't know like people like you will like blow my mind because i just wouldn't put this as you specifically at number one um and then like Disney makes a fucking Pandora land years and years after the movie came out and I'm like who the fuck cares about fucking avatar to the point where they're investing this kind of money like it's just not it it, it just is not the franchise that people act like it is no one's going out and getting fucking you know uh, tons of avatar fucking tattoos and buying tons of fucking avatar merch and loading up their fucking house with avatar this and that like That's, they are
2: you're So you're so off base Two, it sold 2.9 billion dollars worth of sales because it was an experience what better way to translate that into more money by designing a theme park experience it's not about the fucking tattoos and that it's a it, it create you know when you go into avatar it's not just a video on a screen well, it kind of is a video on the screen. It's exactly what. It but is. it, but it does. It offers more than that. You know, it doesn't feel like that when you when you go through it.
1: Right, but here's my thing: the property itself could be anything. It could oh, be it's literally any video game story. It's, like, yeah, like, exactly, that's my it's point. Hundred times, is, is there's nothing compelling about it that that to me warrants the amount of investment that this fucking thing has gotten. And then Avatar Two came out. I... That that movie could have come out, and I actually I think, uh, didn't one of the actors like thought it came out and bombed and forgot that they were even in it? Because it took so long
2: to release right. and
1: release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's, I, I just, it's, it blows my, like, it genuinely, I'm not denying that it's true and these things are happening. I just can't understand it. I don't get it. I, I live in a world of fucking people being obsessed with uh different um fandoms. I I know them all. And I understand those. They're rich in story and character and this and that and people get attached to them and they identify themselves in the mood and whatever they're doing. Avatar has none of that. All Avatar has is like we built a special camera for this movie and it's like I don't care. Like that's not To me, that is not worth it.
2: you glaze over that. The special camera, uh, for those who don't know, they they developed a special camera so that they could see what the actors looked like in the CGI form live as they recorded it. How's that not fucking cool? I'm not saying it's not cool, but it's not
1: garnering the fandom that I think warrants all of the uh, extracurriculars around it. I'll, I'll put it this way. Flight of Passage is cool. And if they just made that ride, I'd be like, yeah, sick. But they made, like, this whole land. I was like, I don't fucking get it. And people go there and they go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you know what? Again, what I said earlier, it could be fucking anything. It has nothing to do with, like, Avatar, the story, the character, or anything. It's just like, oh, yeah, like, it's a cool visual thing. It's just cool visual shit. It could be a Lisa Frank trapper keeper in real (laughs) life. Very cool. It (laughs) it would be very cool. I just I, I I don't get it. I'm not denying all of the, like the 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 visual aspects of it, but man, I just cannot
2: cosign that fa- like the fandom that doesn't exist <laughs> so I, i'll I'll close with this, and I think this is where where we're separate. sometimes the mass appeal fucking machine driven whatever product works and yeah, this did
1: yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. I won't deny that either. But I'm not a sheep, man. Yeah. You hate things because they're popular. That's no, I, I hate this because it's bad. I, <laughs> that's it's why not. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> On a Padium That story, is, the whole story of the movie sucks. It looks cool and it sucks. That's, that's the best. No,
2: I don't think it sucks. I think it's serviceable. So. <laughs> <laughs> what a compliment. <laughs> I think it's okay. It, the vessel was the immersion, not the story.
1: Yeah, again, they could have, have immersed me in a toilet if right. they looked right and I would be like oh this is pretty cool I can't wait to go to fucking toilet land well,
2: glad I finally dragged <laughs> some energy out of you on my fucking last pick
1: so mad <laughs> I know I was gonna what? go to bed after this now I gotta go fucking stay up for four hours and fucking go on the internet
0: and find a forum to argue with somebody about avatar <laughs> well can you confirm or deny that you do have an avatar tattoo <laughs> I don't have any tattoos Got this boy's <laughs> he's getting in the heaven
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, uh is that it? No, Sam, my, you gotta go, right? No. What, uh, my, my what shit movie did you pick? Uh my York <laughs> in this one too? <laughs> no, she's only in two movies. York. You,
4: woke, yeah, you woke
0: me up. You woke the beast. Now I'm angry. Come on, Sam. Out with that uh, All right. My my number one um had some of its set pieces reused for The Matrix. Oh, another movie I don't like. What? Ah! Uh, oh, was it bullets?
1: Just bullets from the fucking movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, my number one is bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Starship Troopers. It's, oh, that's not a bad guess. That's right. The time period. Um, my number one is Dark City. Uh, um, I. Oh, I gotta look this up. Ooh. I don't think I know. I think I know this. All right, this 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 is a. Ugh. Like a modern day, I mean, it's 1998, but it's a modern day film noir um, kind of weird sci-fi mystery movie that is also loosely based on the silent film Metropolis. Oh, um, no, I haven't yep. seen this
1: at all. This looks like a joke.
0: Oh, no way. You should 100% see this movie. Um, he has. has no one, hold on. No one's seen this? I'm looking at a screenshot right now.
1: and There's a bald guy who this just looks like the same villain from the ending of fucking bill and ted's fucking bogus uh excellent adventure <laughs> where he shows up at the fucking talent show and he looks just like this guy yeah you're, you're not that might be the same
0: actor <laughs> all right i'm gonna look him up
3: <laughs> Ooh, jennifer connelly's in this
0: jennifer connelly's in it um nice. so is a uh, R- richard o'brien who plays Riff Raff in the rocky horror picture show um he plays one of those said bald guys um Basically, the, the deal with this movie is, um, with, without, like, spoiling it, um, something, you, you we kind of, like, drop into the movie where, like, something's already happening and we're not quite sure what and there's, like, somebody wakes up and knocks a syringe out of someone's hand and it's, it's all weird and confusing. But basically, um, basically, this guy wakes up when he's not supposed to and it turns out that he is in this city where everything is, like, moved around at night um like buildings are redesigned people's lives are like reprogrammed and they're placed in different like situations and this he's the only person who is seeing this happen and so the whole thing is a mystery as to like what the fuck is happening like who are these people that are moving these people around who are moving the city why is why can the city move like uh, it, it just raises a whole bunch of really weird uh questions and so uh, if you want to know the mystery i mean watch watch the movie it's really really good um it does have jennifer conley in it and uh it's it's a -a one-of-a-kind sort of movie you know what i mean like i can't really think of any other movie like this again like it is like a film noir esque sort of sort of movie but you know made 50 years after most of those other movies uh but it has this really bizarro sci-fi sort of twist to it and it's just visually i think it's super cool um really unique and um let's see what's what's matt sending us now uh yeah, the guy from Bill and Ted's. Yeah. I mean he, <laughs> listen. There is a character in this movie that looks a lot like this dude. <laughs> this is your number one. I should have picked Bill and Ted's. <laughs> <laughs> Station. <laughs> um yeah. I'm somewhat surprised no one's seen this movie. I've never but, heard um, of it. I th- I thought this was like yeah. um the movie with uh
1: like the it's like a it's like a film noir. It's kind of set in black and white, but the guy's ties in like a bright red color the whole time. Sin City. Sin, is that is that Sin City? <laughs> That's Sin City.
3: Oh, or do you yeah. mean um, was it the Phantom after that? It might be the Phantom. Think? There was an, I'm, I think there's another the one after it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I I can't say much more about this movie without really giving away like kind of the weird twists to it. Um, is it a twist I, that David Bowie's Gareth is in it? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, no. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. This has Kiefer Sutherland in it. He's he's great. Is he the president? And, uh, he's not. No, he's not trying to <laughs> save the president. <laughs> Nor is he the president. Um, in fact, he's like almost unrecognizable. Um, this is the way that like they give him like a really weird like limp and like kind of a, they do some weird things with his voice and everything. So, is he a vampire? He's not. Uh, but the other people in the in the film definitely have some vampire esque qualities to them. Are there any nude scenes in this movie? E- yes, Jennifer I believe Connelly. so. Hmm. Not with Jennifer Connelly. No, you just skip right to Requiem for a Dream if you if you want that. Um, does she do the ass to ass scene? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm on my way.
3: <laughs> That's what I, when you when you mentioned Jennifer Connelly was on your list, I was like, Is this motherfucker's number one. Like Requiem for a Dream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, I can only do so many depressing movies on, on one particular list. Yes. Um, but, no, uh, listen, if you're in the Discord and you've seen this movie, fucking chime in. Tell me I'm right. Tell me this is a suitable place for this movie to be.
3: <laughs> they
0: the director
3: want- of this movie is the same director for The Crow.
0: <laughs> yes. The new Crow? Wow. The- <laughs> 1994 is the original Crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds God. right. Uh, it it definitely has those those sorts of, you know... that that crow-esque vibe Mm. um yeah this is just one of those weird anomaly movies like there's not going to be they're not going to remake this movie they're not going to make a sequel to it it's just going to be this bizarro movie that stands alone but i i will stand by that i think it's the coolest fucking movie uh and it's my number one for a reason so dark city go i will see it
3: i will try to add it
0: sick do you think that's
1: really Jennifer Conley in the ass to ass scene? Probably not, Wait, right? What? Now I'm interested. <laughs> can, can we message her? Someone, <laughs> someone, tweet at her. X at her. That
2: uh, <laughs> uh, sounds
3: weird. Yeah. Do we have any that, uh, fun? But what? What? Do you want to hear your list from almost ten years ago? <laughs> yeah. Uh, episode five, July sixteenth, twenty thirteen. Uh your number five, five hundred days of summer. Oh yeah, yeah. Four oh, goodwill hunting. Yes, that was my number two. Fuck. Another I knew one. I fucking yep. forgot it. Uh three Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. Two The Avengers. Yes. And obviously number one, the Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, I was I, I knew the
1: Avengers was on the list and I took it off. Um because Endgame is the is the same is the same reason i put the avengers on my list it's just in a bigger scope yeah Mm
3: -hmm. all right um fun lists here we go i'm gonna run right through these Yeah. 500
1: Um, days of summer is really really good
3: great movie um first up we have mike d number five palm springs uh four memento three eternal sunshine for the spot eternal sunshine for the spotless mind two schindler's list and number one shawshank redemption uh, Fizzle Lords, uh, number five, The Dark Knight, four, The Departed, three, Empire Strikes Back, two, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, and number one, Inglorious Bastards. Um, Ooh, that's a good. One. Uh, Dave Howard, number five, Top Gun, four, Dodgeball, three, School of Rock, two, Ghostbusters, and number one, Back to the Future. Uh, Next up, we have CJ Doubleday. Number five, Blazing Saddles. Four, Cool Hand Luke. Three, The Goonies. Two, Home Alone. And number one, Jaws. Next up, we have Josue. uh, Number five, Scott Uh, (laughs) Pilgrim. Scott (laughs) Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, Four, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Still haven't seen it. Three, The Truman Show. Two, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Still haven't seen it. And number one, 500 Days of Summer. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, K Funk five three hundred four Real Steel that is very high for that movie. Uh, three a pr- <laughs> free three, The Princess Bride two Dread and number one Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Um, Kevin the, Weaver. I'm oh, sorry, The the,
0: re- the remake of Judge Dread.
3: I'm assuming it's dread, yeah. The the, the, I heard, the remake. I heard it was good really movie. good. Yeah, good movie.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen it. I should maybe I'll watch that tonight. No, I won't. Go compared back. to <laughs> compared to the
3: old one, like it's But um, next up we have Kevin Weaver. Uh, number five, Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Uh, mm-hmm. Four, Love Actually. Three, Old Boy. I'm, I'd love to know which one. I'm assuming the original. Uh, two, Lucky Number Eleven, and number one, Shawshank Redemption. Um. Next up, we have Daniel Sepultura, uh, five, The Wind Rises, four, Ford vs. Ferrari, three, Rush Hour, two, The Iron Claw. That's very high. Um, and number one, Godzilla minus one. I appreciate this pick. This was an honorable mention. It's just not top five F- yeah, for me. Um, next up, we have Brian Davis, number five, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, four, The Dark Knight, three, Godzilla minus one. Two Tropic Thunder and number one The Crow. Uh, next up we have Gray, number five Blade Runner, four Terminator 2 Judgment Day, three Akira, two Lord of the Rings. You got to specify. Uh, number one, uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Um, we have a return of Tess (laughs) Human. Oh, here we go. Um, Number 5 is X-Men Days of Future Past. I really appreciate the opening when the big robots are murdering the mutant humans with a little persuasion maybe they can kill the non-mutant humans too. Number 4 is 2001 A Space Odyssey. HAL 9000 is the greatest robot comedian prankster of our generation. Unfortunately, <laughs> the human tragically cut his career short. Number 3 is The Matrix painting a hopeful image of the future subjugating of humanity. Uh, Number two is WALL-E. I love the part where the planet is barren and devoid of humans. And number one is Terminator. I love how the hero Arnold Schwarzenegger never gave up trying to keep the asshole humans from wrecking the timeline. (laughs) What a return. Um, Oh, (laughs) my God. (laughs) Next up, we have Eric Torreson five, uh, Conan the Barbarian, four, Captain America Winter Soldier, three, The Crow. To The Dark Knight. And number one, Empire Strikes Back. I'm surprised there's several Empire Strikes Back. It's a solid Good movie, list. But, yeah. Uh, and last but not least, we have Dingus Cunilingus Adams. Um, number five, The Da Vinci Load, because, man, can that guy paint a lady's face with his cock. Four, four Schindler's List. Watch her fi- – <laughs> Schindler's fist. fist. Watch her face when he salutes inside. Uh, <laughs> Three Oceans 11 inches, I'd call out more like 10.5, but hey, he banged his way into the vault. Uh, two Edward Penis Hands, God, what I wouldn't give to have penis hands. And number one, the Nightmare Before Triple Xmas, watch the King of Halloween use his biggest bone to plow Sally six feet under.
2: That's pretty good.
3: Nice. And that's the fun buts.
2: And uh shout out to scissor Lord for winning last week's fun butt vote
3: there
1: you go wow. uh, yeah. go to five dot com join the discord do the, all the stuff uh uh-huh. anything else
3: uh follow the Instagram we're yes, good reels
1: yes, we' are doing <laughs> reels now uh, uh, yeah. Charles has been killing it with that Charles thank you very much yeah uh hell yeah okay uh is that it i i my my feet are so cold <laughs> I have to go to bed. <laughs>
3: We're tired as well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Sam's just starting his day. I know
1: Sam just woke up. Big big day ahead of him to mm-hmm. staying up all night and learning how to play a fucking D minor chord or something.
0: Mm-hmm. One hey, day uh, there.
2: Couple couple more hours if you stay up, you can watch Elimination Chamber.
1: There you go. Yep. I'm hey. getting up. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Till next week. Smell you later.